You're listening to White Wednesday, exclusively on the TKR Live Broadcasting Network. Some experts claim to be a Bigfoot scream. It is regarded as the highest quality audio of the creature ever captured. Fuck your malfunction. What's that? What's a fucking piece of shit? Fucking slow turn on or some shit? What the fuck is this fucking shit? We didn't have this kind of thing when we were kids, man. Fucking piece of shit. Was it booting or some shit? Motherfucker. Turn on him, piece of shit. There we go. Fucking piece of shit.
kinds of horrible things personally because I'm Jewish and a number of listeners here and maybe they'll have the courage and integrity to speak up have already messaged me on Twitter saying you know oh well we know which side you're on don't we um oh a dual citizen ergo dual Canadian Israeli citizen therefore she can't be trusted can she oh, I get this anybody, I, I, any, I get I who wrote those messages any of the people who wrote those messages have the integrity to speak up now and tell me? Why well, Vivian, I have a question. If we're talking about conflicts of interest, uh, is it true you work for an Israeli intelligence firm called Black Cube? No, no. who are you? No. Keith Woods. Nice to meet you. I get accused of being yeah, outside really, every time I pop into his face. I, th I think we're going back to the, to the moving away. Moving well, they, away. No, it's on, it's on our Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah, it's even, on our Wikipedia. Even, I'm not sure, sure. sure. You, you can state it. People could check out on the Wikipedia. I just want to go back to the specific points. And, and there's one point you made earlier, Vivian. She didn't really answer. Yeah, but you, it's, she jumped off. Uh, that's like I wanted to keep it on the particular oh, points. I wonder why. Uh, but let's go. Good morning, y'all. Good morning. Happy Communist Day. <laughs> Socialism Day. Isn't this like Labor Day? Yeah. Amazing. People when white people were in commercials? Man. What a crazy time. If you watch an American commercial right now, you'd be like, oh, what happened to the white people? Did somebody kill them all? Where did they go? It's just like a Japanese woman with a Mexican woman, and they're married, and they have a black kid. And they're like, Concerta. You call that branding? No, no. I kill millions of people. Pull Pot, you suck at genocide. No, I kill way more people. It's not about how many you kill. It's about how you sell it. Listen, buddy. No one cares about the sick shit you did in the jungle. You know? No, I kill millions of people. That's not, that doesn't sell it, baby. Come on. That doesn't sell it. That's not even that scary. Everyone's like, oh, we line up and shoot everybody. Oh, big fucking deal. Well, no, we, where's the pile of shoes? I did pull bullet in back of head and put in ditch. You're not getting it, Pol Pot. You're not getting it. You want to make an industry around your genocide to last for centuries? You need piles of shoes. 
You need soap. How fucked up is it to make soap out of people? Did people really do that? No, fuck no, they didn't do that. That makes no sense. Why would you clean yourself with people you find disgusting? I know. How, why would they do that while they're fighting a two-front war? They didn't. That really makes no logical sense. But it doesn't matter. It's about emotion. It's about selling it. Now you bring in a movie where you have, there's, it's black and white except for a little girl in a red dress. Oh, you're remembering that shit now. And then they put you into a, a gas chamber with wooden doors where you claw at it. And for some reason, the claw marks are in cement. Come on. Come on. This is how we brand it. Well, I kill more people with my gun. Baby, you got to sell the fear. You got to sell the horror. You got to sell it subtly with a pile of shoes. I, I don't like you people. You people are very sick. What if people see through it and start talking about it? You make it illegal. You put them in jail for hate. So logically, if someone does the math and realizes it's not possible, that's called hate. That don't make no sense. Pol Pot, you're not getting it. Genocide isn't about killing people. It's about brand awareness. Brand awareness? Do you have Killing Fields Incorporated? Fuck no. We just use the field to kill people. You're not getting it. You have to use corporate documents, liability shields, and then make that money, baby. Come on, Pol Pot. No way anyone that's stupid. You feed them pornography and KFC, they're that stupid. You people are very weird. Notice here. Oh, the ADL. Ban the ADL trending. No, we're not like the ADL. We don't want to ban people and arrest people. And we're not pro-Hitler like they are, literally. They're the most pro-Hitler organization I've ever seen in action.
I can't do it. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Yeah. Do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Gonna be live as. And thing sucks. You know. What's up, everybody? We got a show for you tonight. I am. uh, I'm taking one for the team. By doing a White Wednesday, even though we're still in the middle of this god-awful heat wave, and I have to turn off the wood chipper air conditioner. So, it's going to take a lot out of me. I'm going to need a lot of your support. Plus, if you want Commander Space Jogger, I've done a lot of work to bring you Commander Space Jogger tonight. If you want Commander Space Jogger, you better make sure and be nice to me. <laughs> the way you be nice to me is to share those links and drop those tips. All that good stuff. You don't get Commander Space Jogger just on any old day. And we also have my man Ace. Yeah, that's right. You got to charge those crystals. So drop those chip, uh, drop those tips, share those lakes, and uh, charge up them dilithium yeah, crystals. And hit the like button. There's 52 of you currently watching, and there's only 22 likes. That means 30 of you out there lagging hard, hard. You don't want me to come do a drive-by later. Catch you slipping, sitting out in your car, talking shit about me on Facebook Live, and blam, 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 blam. <laughs> Well, Ace, uh, yeah, I think we're going to be able to get Commander Space Jogger. I'm not sure. I still don't have the equipment that we need to get Commander Space Jogger, but I have uh, Jogger rigged a whole bunch of speaker wire. Uh, I Jogger rigged it to a... um, To an old 60-watt power booster from a 1970s Camaro and ran it out to an old television aerial. And it's uh, broad. As you can see in the featured image there, I've already journeyed to the... uh, I had to go up there. I, I heard all kinds of hell was breaking loose, and I had to go up there and regulate things. I went up there, and I took all his dilithium crystals. And I took his boot. I took his ghetto blaster, <gasps> and I even brought the big booty get uh, uh, black angels <laughs> off <laughs> of the ship. <laughs> and if he wants any of that back, he's going to act right. He's going to act right, but he's going to act right anyway because while I was there, I installed one of those uh, electric shock collars on him, and so. <laughs> If if he starts to break TOS here on Odyssey, I will just zap him, and, <laughs> and all will be well. So anyway, now, I, I know those shock collars have uh, different settings for for different sorts of creatures. So were you able to get away with a standard uh, dog collar, or did you need to get like a uh, a rhino shocking collar? This is a four hundred and forty volt model. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you could charge your Tesla off of it in an hour, but uh, they, they call it the Negro Compliance Center. <laughs> yes, it is. The, it's the it's the, <laughs> it's the scholar learning device. Um, <laughs> so anyway, 
we've got some uh we've got a couple of uh $25 tips we need to read really quick and let us remind our listeners our regular listeners and inform any new listeners that we may have that there will be two ways to interact with us tonight and those ways are the preferred method the method loved by all gentlemen of goodwill all white men of good character is to tip and you tip by going down to the bottom of the scrolling live chat and uh, typing in your question or comment that you want read on the air and perhaps responded to into that box, hitting the dollar sign, following the bouncing ball, entering the amount you wish to tip, and hitting send. Should you have any trouble along this rocky path? guys with the strange red symbol by their name which we will not go into though we will caution you not to pass your children through its fire Uh, (laughs) those are our mods and they will be your tech support Uh, and before we read the uh, before we read the the two $25 super chats that have come in thus far. I also want to make an announcement. I made this announcement on the telegram last night and one of our listeners, my good friend Nordic frost has already reaped the astounding benefits. Um, as most of you know, the extremely talented Renaissance man who does our, uh, graphics is uh, known to the world as the Enigma artist. If you currently have, or if you purchase a membership to the channel, he will make you a custom PFP, also known as an avatar. If, or if you're a boomer, it's that little picture by your name, right? <laughs> And he made one for Nordic Frost, and it is—it's on display over on the Telegram. He makes—he he made two for him actually, because one of them has a colorful background, and he made another one where it just has a white background. Because you know, you might need one with a white background depending on whatever uh, platform you're uh, setting up your PFP. And it is so awesome. Did you see it, Ace? I did see that. Now, I want to clarify. When you say the Enigma artist is going to make me, the TKR subscriber, an avatar, surely you mean some sort of understudy, not the person who's creating the high-quality art that we see on the screen no, at this very moment. that person. And I did not go <gasps> ask him to do this. It did not even occur to me to ask him to do this. He just came to me and said, hey, I'll do this. And thus far... Nordic Frost is the only person who is at, and you just tell me no no Red Dogs asked and he said he's going to get on Red Dogs um, he should have it today or tomorrow something like that but uh, he's already produced Nordic Frost and man is it awesome it, it is so good Nordic Frost has gone and updated his green room graphics with it it's that good and, yeah, it, and Nordic it really juiced him up Check check it out, everybody. You see that in the chat. He's got that. Oh, yeah. Can, there, he, there he is. You, you can have that. And you can't even tell how epic it is just in the little picture. It, it is totally epic. Uh, you know, he made a good size one. Of course, you know, you can 
when you get it, you can always alter the size of it for whatever platform you're on. But wh- boy, is it, it did he really? If you go to the Telegram and you scroll up and find Nordic Frost's uh, new Abbey and look at it, the detail on that Viking. Well, it's not a Pepe. I guess it's an Apu, right? Oh, I mean, I mean, I don't I, know. <laughs> I'm not gonna dive down. Is it a Marv? I, I don't know. I'm not gonna dive down that rabbit hole. What it is is, is badass, and what it is is yeah. amazing that uh, the oh artist the details and everything. Even you know, it, it's got the uh, the the Viking haircut where it's like the mohawk with the long that's really long that's braided in the back and you can even see hairs uh little hairs growing on the side of the head (laughs) and it's just so it is so good but anyway so there is one uh, one incentive for you to keep your membership or get a membership but here's another incentive Hmm. we are going to have a members only event tomorrow tomorrow and it's going to really be something i don't know if i should tell them what it is ace but i told you what it was and you seemed like you were pretty hyped about it yeah uh, a story came up and uh, without spoiling i'll just say a little bit of uh of asmodor's past uh, has resurfaced in the news and he has some thoughts about it how they got from uh where he left it to where they are now and a deep dive of of the entire situation and i am uh i am hyped for it you guys if you're if you're not subscribed get on it for the avatar get on it for this show it's going to be good well and it, it it's a story that only i can tell yeah, right absolutely and um <clears throat> It's one that I think everybody will be really, really interested in. So um, you've got to uh, to to watch uh, a members only live stream while it's live. You have to have the top uh, tier of uh, membership. I'm, I'm going over my memberships. It's been I have, and I apologize to the members. Uh, I have been so. Uh, derelict in my duty of thanking them which i will do i'll thank every one of them tonight but i'm just making sure yeah the the top tier is cryptid and that's ten dollars a month with the user's price with platform and service fees 11 18 a month um and with that uh you know you get several uh benefits or perks as they call them but the main perk that you get is you get access to members only live streams and the chat in the members only live streams so like you know be a live stream like now like the way everybody's interacting with it but you have to be a member to to do the members only now the people who have squatch hunter that's the middle tier they um have access to members only content which means they can't and chat they can't get in the members only uh live stream but they can watch the replay and the lowest tier (laughs) now that one costs uh seven bucks for with the user's price with platform and service fee 7.93 and the hobbyist that's the lowest tier and um you get a badge you get a badge with everything that rocket that you see by some of the usernames in the chat that's uh that's your that's the badge uh, unfortunately i can't pick badges or i'd have a different badge for each one and it would be something specific to tkr and all that that was yeah. one of the that was one of the cool things about uh d live right is that i was able to customize all that stuff but anyway 
it's uh hobbyist is basically just you want to be a regular uh support there's so few perks that like if i'd give hobby given hobbyist any perks like the next two levels would have had the same perks so i just made the price low <laughs> it you basically you just get your 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 rocket badge and if you want to if you want to support the program uh you know, on a regular basis. It's once a month, by the way. I, for anybody who says it's not once a week or anything like that. It's once a month, and it's five dollars. Uh, the in, end user price with platform service five seventy six. But yeah, the the people who are members of Cryptid will be able to watch the live stream, and the uh, <coughs> excuse me, the people who see the heat and humidity is already getting to me, Ace. Oh no, <laughs> no, it's not too bad. Um, it sounds real bad, but it's not my lungs. It's <coughs> It's phlegm coming up in my throat from this humidity. But at any rate, um, now, now last week or week before, whenever it was, whatever week it was, it, it was last week or week before that I told you guys at the end of the show or after the end of the show or maybe the next morning, I don't know, that it wore me out so bad and made me so sick. It was so hot that... Uh, I was worried. I was afraid something was wrong with my health and everything. Yeah. But I I started uh, doing a couple of other things. For one thing, I'm barely dressed. <laughs> and, for, and for another, um, you know, I need my coffee when I'm doing the show. And so I, I took my coffee, and I only have one of those little, like, college dorm-type refrigerators. So... I, I, after I made my coffee, I poured it into a, a long uh, plastic container bowl and shoved it in where if I had any, any ice trays that they would be there. <laughs> I left it in there for about an hour and it got it cool. And I, I've got a giant flagon of Gatorade. And I think that's the main thing. I, th- I, I think uh, my body got drained so bad from minerals and stuff that it made me ill is what was the matter that and it was so hot and humid that it was like, like i said it was it was like if you had a giant pot of spaghetti boiling and you stuck your head right right into the top of it and tried to breathe mm. <laughs> but uh, at any rate yeah uh, i'll read off uh, probably uh when we do uh when we do chats at the end of the first half or the second half, probably at the end of the second half, uh, I'll read off and thank each of the uh, members of all tiers. I appreciate all of you. But let's do these chats. We've got, oh, we now have three. So let's get, good thing I rambled for a little bit there. <laughs> um, Federale says, welcome back, Commander Space Yard. Well, we hope he comes back. I mean, there's a lot of bubble gum and, and uh, electrical tape and things like that connecting these wires to all this stuff. So we hope it's going to work. I, I tested it out um, before the show. And, uh, I seemed to get it working. If I, if it doesn't work, don't blame me. I'm doing my best here, um, but we, we'll have blame him. you. We're, we're going to blame blame the black guy, <laughs> right? <laughs> but come uh, on. <laughs> but anyway, uh, uh, we'll uh, we'll do our best. We'll do our level best to get him on here, uh, and here's an odd thing about it with the way that uh that i've got this thing set up i have to switch over things and so 
I won't be I won't be able to interact with Commander Space Jogger, but Ace will be able to interact with him. Believe it or not, you'll oh, get good. to talk I've, to him tonight, Ace. Oh, I mean, I've I've had my questions written down. I have my uh, look. Don't know, take I, any don't take any fucking lip from him, Ace. Well, there's probably going to be a lot of lips, so. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but thank you, thank you, Federale. I'm sure, I'm sure the commander is. Uh, I don't know. Has some sort of uh, feral feeling about being welcomed back, one way or another. Uh, <laughs> Island Tipper for twenty five dollars says, "Hey, family. Hey, Island Tipper. Good to see you. Uh, Island Tip is always around, but." Uh, he's not always able to make the uh, shows live. It's good, always good to see Island Tip alive. Thank you, sir. And Sentinel for $25 says, in the spirit of matching. Yes, that's the spirit that we all need to be in. <laughs> it's the spirit of matching. At all times. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yes, go to the, the thing to do whenever you come to a, uh, a TKR live stream is go look up to the top where all those tips are and go to the far left of the column and whatever number you see in there match it uh (laughs) when you see that your first thought should be why is that not my name there i must correct this yeah as a matter of fact if you want your name all the way over on the far left the only way that you can do that is to actually give more and that'll put you that'll put you all the way in the number one position and yeah everybody share the links all over um so a lot of a lot of crazy stuff going on. One thing I want to talk about real quick, and I'm not going to open up any uh, uh, stories and read about it or anything. I just want to talk about this for a minute. Ace, it's a thing that I'm well known for harping on a little bit, uh, or it's related to it. Sorry, I didn't want to vape right into the thing. <laughs> so I muted for a second. Seamless. Yeah. I didn't even notice. Yeah. Um, and it's not a news story, but um, the updated version of the story has happened since we uh, last did a show, I believe. But um, you know that band Smash Mouth? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Well, the singer has died. And yeah. he was the same age as me. I'm 56 and he's 56, right? Or he's not 56. He was 56. And I don't mean yeah. that he was 56 because he had a birthday. And I'm not being I'm not being funny about this either. Now I was never a big fan of Smash Mouth. Now at the time that they were having their, you know, hey now you're a rock star and um, what was the other big one they had? Um, it was I'm a believer and walking on the sun. Walking I mean, on the sun, know. yeah, yeah. They did a bunch of covers that, that pretty much, but like uh, All Star was like an original song. I think that was their first one, or if it, it was the first one I was made aware of anyway. Uh, it seemed like it was around 99 or 2000. Right around there, yeah. Yeah, and I would hear it a lot because, like, I, you know, I'd be riding around in the car, and um, that was when I, 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 was, I was with the uh, female that I reference a lot that I, that I have been with more than any other particular female off and on over the decades, right? And often... Um, Rather than just force my music constantly, I'd be like, yeah, okay, go ahead and put it on a radio station. And if it wasn't on the classic rock station, she'd put it on this 
you know, current pop station and that kind of, which, you know, half the time it would play stuff that I was okay with. And it, it was one of the songs you're more okay with, you know, it wasn't boy bands or Celine Dion or something. Right. Yeah. For living in that time, if you turned on the radio, that was a song that, uh, you basically made your peace with because you heard, you were going to hear it enough and it wasn't as awful as some of the other things you could be listening to. So right. to some degree or another, if you had a radio on during that time, you have at least a mildly fond recollection. Yeah, there were there were a lot of songs like that at that time. It was like, oh, good, they're playing this and not the song from Titanic, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I mean, exactly. Oh, hey, yeah. sex and candy, right? <laughs> or yeah. whatever, yeah. right? Absolutely. <laughs> but... Um, but anyway, um, and I didn't know much of anything about the band, but I ran across a story last week where he said so he was on his deathbed. And so I looked, I, I was like, what? I, this guy can't be much older than me. And I clicked on it, and he's my age, right? And uh, it was really bad. He was in hospice. And, you know, once they put you in hospice, now I know I've known a few people that got put in, uh, they've got some new kinds of hospice and everything now where sometimes when somebody needs so much of a level of care, they'll put them in there and then maybe they're going to survive and come out, or at least I've heard this. But generally speaking, you go to hospice to die, right? And make you comfortable. He was in hospice. And it said the doctors had projected that he had one week left to live. And the reason that he was dying was acute liver failure and several other uh, syndromes from drinking himself to death. And when I say drinking himself to death, I don't mean like a binge drinker who drank and poisoned himself and died suddenly. I mean, like this guy's been such an alcoholic that at the age of 56, when he should... um, still be uh, a vital uh, man physically and all that, right? Which I know most people in their 50s, or I don't know if most, but a good huge percentage, probably at least half of men in their in their mid-50s are not anymore. They're like old people, right? Because they've allowed themselves to get so out of shape and they've allowed themselves to get fat. And in many cases, they've smoked and drank and continued to do so on, and, you know, and so forth. And they seem like old people already. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, I hope I don't seem like an old person, at least the way I come across to you guys. And though I do have, um, you know, I'm 56 and I spent my youth rather, uh, um, what's a good word <laughs> for it? <laughs> rather exuberantly. Exuberantly, <laughs> yes. Yes, I was quite exuberant for about 35 years, starting around age 16 or so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know i i'm still uh uh i still feel good i you know i can still i can still handle things and um while there there may be some gray on my face and all that i don't look like some old man who's ready for the nursing home or anything like that right well, one thing you're not is in a part in a position where your body is so destroyed that it literally can't support your your living anymore. No, that's true. But but at any rate, I thought, man, this is terrible, you know. And I and I posted around uh, for people to, uh, you know, I implored young people like, listen, be sober, just don't drink, don't use drugs, live a good life, be healthy, live a long life, right. And uh, 
I got some pushback to that, and I'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> at any rate, uh, the next day, I go looking through Telegram, and the, you know it was disclosed TV or or breaking nine one one or one of those channels, whatever on Telegram was where I saw the original story. And that day they were saying that they projected that he had a week to live. Well, the next morning, first thing in the morning, said he's died. Yeah. And I thought, well, damn, you know. And that's that's when I really implored it. You know, I said, this guy's this guy has died, and he's died one hundred percent because he had a drinking problem. And uh, there's only one way you can ever be for certain that you're not going to have a drinking problem or a drug abuse problem. Can you guess what that way is, Ace? Um, I'm sure there's some sort of medicine, right? That big pharma is selling. Yeah, I can do whatever yeah, I want. A, and there's I can a new the vaccine. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, of, of course. And uh, I'll, I'll say everybody knows, you know, abstinence is the the only way. In it. And I'm not trying to undermine that. I'll just say, as my experience, as to not be dishonest. Uh, if you are going to experiment with that sort of thing, you know, the best thing to do is not to, right? Live a clean, yeah. sober life. The next best thing is know when to get out. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not sure I knew. Because it's wh- not a long-term game plan. Yeah, I'm not sure I knew when to get Well, I mean, I knew when to get out, but I didn't do it. I, I knew. No, to- no end to act upon it. That's the other half yeah. of that equation. Well, and I, kn- I knew when to act upon it, too. I just didn't, right? Yeah. Um, uh, because of the way it gets hold of you. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, I, I had people come along, and I don't know why people do this. You know, I'm just me, right? And I'm giving out my opinion and my advice for you, and I'm telling you what I wish I'd done. Yeah. You know, if I could go back in time, I would go back to when, you know, the first time that I drank enough booze to feel a buzz or the first time that I smoked a joint, right? Before I ever got into any of the other things, for sure, right? Oh, yeah. And uh, I just wouldn't do it. I I would take the advice of of the people at the church that I went to and my parents and my grandparents and all that, and I wouldn't do it. Now, of course... My grandfathers uh, didn't have much uh, much of a leg to stand on giving that advice, <laughs> but uh, but they but they had learned from their own lives. Well, they as, never as really the adults often did. They never well no they they were uh, they never really said anything to me. But uh, 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 but anyway, well uh, let, let me let let me to your your point just add. Um, you know, I said know when to get out, right? But uh, the corollary to that, and you mentioned that, I would have stopped with that first drink. I would have stopped with that first joint. The part to get out, uh, you know, the time to get out is comes now. a lot sooner, lot sooner than you think it is. And oh and yeah, the, it, it's it's not when you start using the the hard things or when you start binge drinking every day. The time to get out is before then, and yeah, the safest path is to uh, actually listen to the advice of those who've come before. Well, yeah, and the, and the thing is, oh, Shaggy Boy's going to bed. Hmm. Well, <laughs> good night, Shaggy Boy. Uh, most, uh, there are a lot of people who will tell you that they drink alcohol for the taste, and that's bullshit. If the only reason that you drank drinks for the taste 
or if the only reason you drank drinks was for the taste, you would never drink alcohol because it's one of those things that's an acquired taste, right? And the reason that it's an acquired taste is because I don't care if if you're talking about the the best whatever fucking year French red wine or the best uh, 30-year-old single malt scotch or whatever it is. If you've never been a, a or are the best German Pilsner, whatever. If you're not a person who has uh, who is practiced in drinking and has acquired the taste for it, it tastes horrible, right? Um, it's a thing that you have to get yourself used to. So you're not drinking it for the taste. Now, once you acquire the taste for it, yes. Oh, you you develop a taste for a particular kind of beer, a particular kind of whiskey, a particular kind of wine, whatever. Of course you do. Yeah. Same with people who smoke cigarettes. First, all of you out there know I'm telling the truth. You didn't start smoking cigarettes because, oh, I've got to have that. That I know that tastes so good. You just started doing it because it was cool. It was something you weren't supposed to do, right? It was something the adults did. It was something the cool kids did. And the first time you smoked one, not only did it taste like shit, but it made you feel sick, right? And I know, I know this for a fact. I don't even have to remember way back to when I... Uh, first started, and I first started smoking when I was like 16. I was on uh, nicotine for far longer than that. Um, I've told the story many times how when I was about six, seven, eight years old, that's when the giant marketing thing happened where all the all of the southern and country people started dipping snuff, right? Uh, dipping snuff had always been a thing that for the most part old women did. And the what they called snuff was not the stuff that people call snuff now. It was this stuff like uh, it was uh, W. B. Garrett. It was something Garrett's Garrett and Sons or something like that snuff. And it it was this fine, br- extremely fine brown powder that uh, came in a, in like a, a tall little metal jar. And old women, and when I say old women, I mean old women like my great-grandmother's age. You didn't see any of them younger than that doing it. And you didn't see very many of them doing it. The only time I ever saw any women doing it uh, was uh, when I was very young and I went to the nursing home uh, to visit my oldest great-grandmother. There was this one old woman in there that dipped snuff. And I'm told that this great-grandmother that I never knew... Uh, was a snuff dipper but they they would get a big wad of that crap in their lips and and before that snuff was used by men but it was a different kind of snuff that wasn't full of sugar and stuff like that but it was real fine like that and they'd snort it up their nose and uh, a lot of the reason that they did that was to clear out their sinuses because when they'd snort it up their nose it'd make them sneeze real hard and clear out their sinuses right but it also gave them a nicotine but they started uh, they came out with they had three brands. They had the uh, <laughs> what was it they called marijuana when they uh, gateway drug. They had the gateway drug that was Happy Days was what it was called. And it was little pouches that had sweet a uh, little bit of sweet snuff in it. Mm-hmm. And then they had Skoll in Copenhagen. And the way they sold it was they got Walt Garrison, who's a big hero, especially to kids in Texas, because he did all the Texas stuff. He had been a Dallas Cowboy back when the Dallas Cowboys were 
Back in the day when they first started the Dallas Cowboys, they basically were mostly all like Texans and stuff. And Walt Garrison had been the running back. And he'd also been a big rodeo star, right? And he also he owned a big ranch. And he was a color commentator on the NFL stuff. And he was a really funny guy. He was a really cool, funny guy. They loved to have him on talk shows and stuff. Cause he, he was uh, kind of like a Will Rogers type. He always had tons of funny stories to tell and so forth, right? Mm. And, you know, he's, they had this commercial. And Walt Garrison's like, when I want great tobacco refreshment, I don't have to light up. I use this, and he holds out this can of skull, and he says, just a pitch between my cheek and gum. Mmm, it's refreshing. And, you know, he's standing on the back of a trailer, and a pickup's pulling the trailer across his pasture, and he's throwing off square bales of hay to his cows and stuff, and all the boys wanted to dip that shit, right? Sure. And uh, by the time I was in about fifth grade, I had me a pretty good addiction to it. <laughs> <laughs> And when I turned 16, uh, and that was, and, and that's another one of those things. When you, the first time, the first time you dip snuff or chew tobacco or whatever, it doesn't taste good, and it makes you sick. You're doing it to be cool, like these people that told you that it's cool or fit in with the crowd or whatever, right? Or because it's uh, it's uh, forbidden, and right, and, and there's and there's something to it anyway. It, Some of my earliest memories is I remember both of my dad didn't smoke or anything. He didn't. He never liked it. I I think it always bothered him, you know, as far as like bothered his senses because his father smoked, you know, smoked in the house and everything. Both my grandfathers smoked. But uh, I'd be over there at my paternal grandfather's house. And it's like I was very, very little. And I'd see my my granddad smoking and it looked like the neatest thing right you know he puts this thing up to his mouth and he takes it away from his mouth and he blows smoke right and i was probably like three or four years old i barely remember that probably three i barely remember this and um i'd sneak off into the back to his room and i knew where in his bedside table there's this drawer where he'd have other packs of cigarettes and i'd get in there and i'd open up and he had a a, like a zippo lighter in there and i'd open a pack of cigarettes and i'd get one out they were marlboros marlboro reds and i'd get one out and put it in my mouth and i'd light the lighter and sit there and hold it to the end of the cigarette but no one had explained to me that you had to suck on it right (laughs) and i sit there going why won't it work why won't it work and I was so little that after being missing for two or three minutes, people would go, where the hell is he? What's he doing? Right? <laughs> and my mom would come in there and take the cigarette and the lighter away from me and go, no, don't you be doing that. You, that's, you don't want to do that. And uh, I'd be like, why? You know, granddaddy does it. And, well, yeah, but he's grown up. And, you know, and that kind of thing just made it to where I, I was always like, hmm. Which is the least satisfying answer for why you can't do something as a kid. Right, right. But I'd be like, hmm, boy. I'm going to figure out this smoking thing one of these days. Right? I will unlock this technology. Yeah. Yeah. But anyhow, uh, uh, and my, my, and her father, my maternal grandfather, he smoked too. He smoked Marlboro Reds. And, and that was also fascinating to me because, um, my on, uh, Saturday nights, late at night, uh, he'd watch the fights there used to be some show that would come on on saturday nights where they'd be boxing right every saturday night there'd be you know one one bout after or one match after another and he'd sit there watching that 
And this was long enough ago that even though, you know, he had the fanciest, newest color TV, but it still had the really round little screen on it and everything. And he'd turn off all the lights and he had this recliner and he had a really fancy ashtray on a, on a metal stand right beside the recliner. And he'd sit there and he'd smoke and he'd, and we'd have all the lights out except the TV and the smoke would fill the room. And there was a certain level at which like below that level there was no smoke and above that level there was smoke and the and the cathode rays coming off of the tv and all mm. it was cool looking right it was like something out of sci-fi it's your own little uh, laser light show before pink floyd right 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 uh well anyway so <clears throat> i'm getting far afield here but you know at age 16 um i uh, I was really, really, really interested. I mean, I'd been interested in the females for a while, but I was really interested in them. And I knew that it would uh, up my chances exponentially with any particular female if I wasn't walking around with a giant wad of that cow shit in my looking stuff in my <laughs> lip, right? And a lot, of the, a lot of the hot girls that I liked smoked. And I couldn't just quit dipping. I had tried it. So I started bumming cigarettes off my friends. And I was like, oh, yeah. This works even better. <laughs> and, uh, and back then, you could smoke at school. Um, nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they had a smoking section outside. Um, when I was in ninth grade, the smoking section was just the back of the building, but they decided that was no good, and they had the, the ag mechanics class, which was, back then that was where you'd learn to weld and stuff like that. They welded this corral <laughs> and put it out beside the main building, and you'd run and sit in that and smoke. But um, uh, so, you know, I'd smoked ever since, and around the time I was smoking, uh, that certainly wasn't the first time I'd had a drink or, you know, been with older cousins or something and took a hit off pot and this and that. But it was when I first started getting access to that stuff myself and doing it in a more serious manner. And if I if if I had it to do over again, I would go back and I wouldn't do any of those things. And um, you're really take you're you're taking a lot of chances anytime you do it whether you have a problem with it or not. And as I was saying, you know, I, I got into all that long reminiscing because I was saying no, nobody really does it for the taste. You know, once they've acquired a taste for it, sure, now they're doing it for the taste or whatever. But you wouldn't drink it. Even if you're a person who drinks, I just have one beer. I just have a couple of glasses of wine or whatever. And that shit's helping, helping take the edge off reality for you right that shit's it's it's sedating you it's uh uh making you feel less self-conscious and all kinds of things like that and anything anything that you're using for that reason it may not be the biggest problem in the world but it's a problem you're you're doing something to help avoid dealing with reality to whatever extent right right yeah i mean you have to uh you know with with development and growth part of part of that should be your goal in life is to grow and develop and part of that should be to uh want to analyze well <coughs> why do i feel so uncomfortable and and ill at ease and unable to function without this what is what what is this giving me that uh, i'm unable to develop on yeah my own? well even if you don't analyze it if you just deal with it you'll learn to deal with it and reality is a hell of a lot better uh 
place to live than non-reality. It really is. Except when it's really fake and gay. But even then, you should be trying to do something. Well, I mean, if, if your reality is super fake and gay, drinking uh, or using drugs is not going to make it less fake and gay. It's going to make it more fake and gay. Touche. <laughs> right. I mean, it's, you know, uh, pouring alcohol on top of a bad life situation is basically pouring gasoline on a fire. I won't mention any names, but we've uh, anybody who watches lots of different content has seen exactly what I'm talking about lately. Yeah, I mean that's uh, that's the thing, you know. Once once that uh, once you get into that state uh, that we have seen some people in, it's not pretty, and uh, it only goes one direction. That's downhill. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at any rate, and any time you take any time you take a couple of drinks, you know, and one of the weird things is like people will be like, "Oh, you know, yeah, I'll have a, I'll just have a couple of drinks and I'll drive home, right?" Okay, you well, you might be under the legal limit, but are you at the same capacity you are when you're sober? I, I would argue not, and I, I'd argue that if you're if you're uh, one of us, uh, you shouldn't be giving the system any uh, any leverage over you no. in terms of letting them have uh, the leeway to uh, start making decisions about. Oh well, you know he wasn't over the limit, but uh, we can get him for uh, what is it driving uh, under the influence or something? Or well, yeah, I mean, well, and, and often it's. Uh, well, like the state law in Texas is um, there are two ways that you can be uh, DWI is what they call it. Your DUI in Texas is for people who are under the drinking age. If you're under the drinking age, they charge you with DUI. And if you're drinking age or older, they charge you with DWI, driving while intoxicated, right? Yeah. And it's the same charge, but basically the DUIs that you get before you're 21 – they're kind of letting you off because they don't rack up the uh, the way the DWIs do after you turn 21, right? You know, so you get a DUI when you're 19, and then you get a DWI later uh, after you're 21. They don't count it as a second offense, right? Gotcha. But anyway, um, there are two ways to be guilty of uh, DWI or DUI in the state of Texas, just when it comes to alcohol. Um one is that your blood alcohol level is 0.08% or over, right? But here's the kicker. The other one is if in the opinion of a sworn peace officer, you are impaired. So you, could, you literally can go in and blow and blow 0.7 or 0.6 or whatever. And if the cop wants to push it, he's like, yeah, well, okay. But he was all over the road. And if I hadn't right. pulled him over, he was going to kill somebody. And so we're going to charge him. Hey, Hake, what's up? There's Hake in the, in the uh, app. He's saying the Look, Odyssey he- app is not conducive for hyper chat nor liking the video. Seems like 07 all. Yeah, sometimes if you refresh it, hey, I, when I watch uh, you and Jesse on here, every it, it's worse during the morning, right? I think because I think um, 
I think during the morning must be when uh, Odyssey's people are doing their uh, in the morning and and early afternoons when Odyssey's people must be doing their uh, whatever they do right uh, their updates and upgrades and whatever. But I always when I when I click on I get you guys notification and click on it to go to the stream. I always have to refresh at least once for things to start working. But at any rate, um, uh, so. What was I saying before that, Ace? Uh, with the cop's uh, discretion. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before. Yeah. If that cop doesn't like you and you've got any alcohol on your breath at all, all he's got to do is swear that you were impaired. And, you know, maybe you'll go and spend a whole bunch of money and hire a, a lawyer who specializes in uh, in uh, DWI offenses and beat it. But look what you just got yourself into. Yeah. You know? But, uh, yes, absolutely. Do what uh, Uncle Ted is saying. Follow, follow Hake at the Hake Report. And also follow Jesse Lee Peterson at Jesse Lee Peterson. But at any rate, uh, this guy, this guy being my age and dying because he just drank and drank and drank and drank. And think about it. Think about this, Ace. This guy was a rock star, right? A pop star. Uh, a very, uh, and, and he came along at the very tail end of when being a pop star meant that you had a record company contract and people uh, went and bought physical copies of your uh, music and... Um, you, uh, you know, the only way that they could access your music other than by listening to physical copies of it was to hear it on the radio. And every time it got played on the radio, you'd get paid and all that. These guys, they just had it made, right? If they made it. And these guys did make it. And, you know, he had uh, something like a 20-something uh, or however long year career being a rock star. And uh, and he still did this. And I'm not saying that to run the guy down or anything, because one of the worst things that can happen to some people is to have everything too good and to have everything too easy. Right. But what, a, you know, this uh, like so many things that people in our society are plagued with uh, addiction, whether it's alcoholism, drug addiction, whatever it might be, it's a spiritual disease. And this guy was suffering. Absolutely. And this guy was suffering from it, and he suffered from it so hard that he turned it into a physical disease, and it killed him. And it really, it, it, like I said, even though I knew nothing about the guy, and it was just there was a, a couple of songs here and there that I would hear on the radio and not really even pay attention to because it wasn't my kind of music. It, it really hit home to me um, how lucky I am that I was able to get out of all that. And, you know, maybe I'm rambling and running people off talking about this for so long or whatever. But, you know, all you guys out there, you young guys, you know, I mean, I see you and I know how it is. But this, uh, you know, I can't wait till I get off work and I'm going to buy me a six pack of Mike's hard lemonade and go home and chug them and blah, blah, blah. No, don't do that. Stop it. Now you, you think, you think you've got it under control now 
and you don't know if you're going to have it under control in a in a year or whatever right you don't know if you're going to have it you, you know you're 25 you've got it under control you don't know how you don't know where it's going to be at 35 and uh, and i know exactly how you feel well I, I remember how excited i would be when i was in my early 20s and oh health it's payday I can't wait. I'm going to cash my check as quick as I can when I get out of here and straight to the liquor store I'm going, right? I'll be looking forward to it all day. But you're just, wait, you're just wasting your life away with it. And, and, and before, I, before I end this, I don't know what – I think I, I saw some people talking about how many days old they were on Twitter or something like that. And so I just did a search for how old am I because I knew one of these websites would come up that would that would calculate all that. Oh, was, that's why you posted that. Yeah, I was yeah. Where that came from. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm like twenty two thousand and something days old. And how many how many of those days did I completely waste inebriating myself or wishing I could inebriate myself or planning to inebriate myself? Yeah, I mean you can't you can't ruminate over that too long, but it, it certainly is a, a lesson to to anybody that uh, you know when you look back on that, uh, <laughs> all, all you're going to have is is just a mild sense of, uh, or maybe a major sense of, uh, boy, that's a lot of time that I just burned off, and time is not infinite, and our opportunities in this world are not infinite. And, yeah, uh, yeah. How how much better could I have directed them, and what other what, what other fruits might have been born from that time and that energy and that money that I spent? Yeah, well, one one of the problems, uh, well, there's two actually. Two of the problems that young people have with this stuff, and I had them both. I remember, you know, as a very young adult, like eighteen or nineteen years old. The first thing is you have this immortality complex. You may not literally think you're immortal, but subconsciously you kind of feel that way because you don't have any concept of being old or being sick or anything like that, right? Yeah. And so you behave, you, you are very liable if you're not if you're not very wise uh, and raised very well and all that you're very liable to engage in behaviors that will not be good for you and the other thing that compounds it is like once i was already engaging in a lot of these really really bad behaviors i'm talking about like i was 18 19 years old i remember going to places to score the various things and there'd be these people that i considered old people right Mm. people in their mid-30s 40s and i'd see the disgusting way they lived and the disgusting way they appeared and what losers they were being that age and having been doing this forever and i was like i'm just having fun right now while i'm real young it's this isn't going to last long i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be one of those people that's never gonna be me (laughs) that's somebody else i couldn't possibly wind up like that i'm young and immortal and i'm gonna live forever and look great doing it (laughs) yeah and i i remember uh talking to uh that same gf that i referenced earlier and uh it was shortly before i ended up finally breaking up with her because i finally got completely sober forever and she said she wasn't going to do it right but we we were in a in a rare state of both of us uh 
being relatively sober and and i related the the same with more detail i related the same memory of seeing those people and thinking that to myself and she said yeah that's exactly what i thought too i said that exact same thing to myself too and we're sitting there and i'm 38 and she's 35 yep (laughs) you know so anyway you you blink and and you're that weird old person who uh (laughs) who the kids are looking at and going what are you still doing here old man you're like i'm not old i'm i'm just uh having a good time (laughs) yeah yeah well the thing is it's no uh, what you don't realize when you're you're a young adult looking at that uh, looking back on it's no more ridiculous for this middle-aged person to be doing it than it was for you than it is for you at a young age. Nobody should be doing that. You should know better than that. But society is is set up uh, to encourage people with this stuff. It has been for a long time. The the movies and music and uh, uh, the culture and everything glorifies drinking and drug abuse and all that. And um, now the government is just constantly enabling it. Right. I mean, even the so-called base conservatives like Matt Gates is pushing for federal marijuana legalization and all this, which uh, I don't even know how I feel about that anymore, because as much as I'm against drinking, I'm against outlawing it because it's such a part of the culture that I think it would cause more problems to outlaw it. Right. Yeah. Than to, now, the pot thing, I'm afraid, is getting that way, too because they have legalized it so many places and they've gone lax on enforcement in all the other places that if they were to really crack down on the pot now you know it might it might cause the same kind of problems that prohibition did but of course that's not the direction they're going in you got 23 states that have um, made recreational use legal and uh, virtually every state if not every state, in one form or another, has some way that you can get your pot. Even in a state like Texas, where they say, oh, no, no, we're never going to legalize weed here, not for medical, not for nothing. Well, they've got all this Delta 9 crap, which is basically the same thing if you, if you buy the right formulation of it. And people are running around buying vapes and gummies and edibles and all this of that like crazy. And... Uh, so anyway, I'm going to get off my, my high horse about this, but, you know, if there's, if there's anything you can take from me, those of you out there listening, uh, this, this living sober, you know, and learning to be able to live inside your own skin, that's, that's really the thing. Mm. If you can't be sober, you're, you're not really able to live inside your own skin learning to be able to live inside your own skin will lead you to live a better life in so many more ways than than you could otherwise and if you're a regular drinker or drug user if you're someone who needs some level of intoxication somewhere along the intoxication spectrum from barely to extremely whatever it is on a regular basis to deal with things there's two things that aren't happening you're not maturing and you're not growing spiritually yeah um my you know uh my my problems uh haven't uh, been publicized quite as much as yours but i have some experience with this and i just want to wholeheartedly 100 percent echo what you just said it's it's spiritual 
and it is your growth and your development and and you know to get a little more philosophical with it your your connection with god and the world around you all of that is is dulled if you can't sit still in your own skin and um if you found yourself in that position where you're when you're where you're wondering to yourself you know boy maybe maybe i've been hitting it too hard for too long i encourage you to give it a shot because life life just gets better it really does yeah well we're not going to break right at this second but since i talked about the guy so much and everything and he was what he was what uh kicked off this uh content i found a remix of uh one of their songs that i kind of actually enjoyed this remix and i thought well you know let's dedicate three minutes to the guy yeah so uh Well, where the hell? <laughs> Let me find, I thought I had it pulled up. Let me find. Did you it. ever imagine when when you were in uh, 1999? Did you ever imagine that there'd be some point in the future where you'd have trouble finding a, a copy of uh, All Star to listen to? Did it ever cross your mind that you'd want to listen to that song and it wouldn't just be instantly playing? <laughs> well, I, I thought it was going to be in my recently whatever folder in my thing, but it wasn't. But I know where it was. Here it is. All right, everybody. Here's the the uh, Holder Trap remix of All Star. Somebody won't tell me the world is gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. She was looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. Well, the years start coming and they don't stop coming. Fed to the rules and I'll hit the ground running. Did it make sense not to live for fun? Yeah. 
kind of fitting that it ends with the sound of a beer pouring, huh? What was that? I was jamming out too hard to catch. Yeah, Ace, uh, <laughs> Ace is on a delay there. Yeah, it, it's a really good remix, but it ends with the sound of a beer opening and being poured into a glass. <sighs> I mean, now that they, song. Yeah, uh, that was a good remix, though. But I tell you what, Ace, I know uh, I started an hour later than, you know, I usually start at 7 to accommodate for your schedule. Um, and I know we're getting close to the time that you're going to need to get off here. So let's try this. How about let's try this? Because I, I wasn't expecting to go on so long with that discussion. But, A, it's an important discussion. And, B, I guess, um, you know, whenever something comes up that, that – uh, stirs up that whole topic in me um it's something that i want to talk about i i want to i want to share my thoughts on it with people right but yeah um, well a lot of a lot of places cover the events and we'll still do that but i i think having these sort of talks about you know this sort of big picture life stuff with the community is also very important so i i I think it was a good use of time yeah i I hope so i hope so i hope the listeners enjoyed it and i hope or not enjoyed it but i I mean i do yeah i mean i hope you enjoy listening i hope you hated it regardless bums but i i I hope those those of you who uh those of you who may have needed to hear that i i hope that you actually heard it right yeah i hope it helped but anyway um let's do one story real quick and then we'll do we'll take the break and we'll come back and we'll go straight to commander space jogger so you can talk to him and then you can be on your merry way and i'll probably uh i'll probably do a couple more stories and we'll call it a night how does that sound to you is that is that agreeable I can do that. I, I, you know, they say never meet your heroes, uh, but uh, I'll buck the conventional wisdom just this once and meet the commander. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> Someone told me that once. They, the, um, I'm not going to name any names, but it was somebody that I was going to let them try out on the show. And um, before they, ever, I mean, like within a day or so, before they ever even got the chance to come on and do like uh you know just try out see how they worked out on the show or anything all these people who knew me started coming to me because i didn't know the guy right i just i had heard him uh somebody sent me some audio of him right Mm -hmm. and uh and i you know i didn't go to him and say hey you want to be a you want to be the new member of the wrecking crew or something i was like hey uh, i heard i heard a couple of clips of you and uh you know you were expressing uh, admiration for this show and everything and I like the things you said about other topics so what would you think about uh, coming and uh, I'm not promising you nothing but what would you think about coming and doing one or two shows with us and if you're a good fit and all that we'll see how it goes and he was like yeah yeah that'd be awesome right and uh, before the next show even aired all these people who were like close members of my inner circle were coming to me and go like hey you know we had this guy in the discord and you know we're over in this telegram with the guy and everything and he's a really bad drunk and he did this and he said that and they were sending me screen caps of weird messages he was sending to him and everything and uh i tried to i i, I wasn't like okay hell with him i had a uh 
a private chat with him, I, I messaged him. I said, hey, I need to talk to you. And I got Hate Farmer and Tony in there. So it wouldn't just be a one-on-one he said, she, he said, and he said thing, right? Yeah. And I was nice to him and everything. And um, he was just too far gone. He wasn't. He wouldn't listen to any reason and, and all this. And I was like, okay, well, you know, hey, no hard feelings, but... I don't. Uh, I don't think we can do this. And he started going around. He he started going on his stream and trying to a log me <laughs> and all kinds of shit. And that was what he said. Ace. He's like, "Never meet your heroes. Once you meet your heroes, you'll hate them." That's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Well, I shouldn't have been your. I shouldn't. I mean. Uh, you know, I don't even know how to respond to the whole, oh, I'm your hero? Okay. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> yeah, Ted said he knows who. <laughs> but, yeah. Okay, here's the story. Uh, this is a thing that popped up this morning, and this uh, this plays into uh, um, a topic that I've, that I've held a particular uh, uh opinion on for a long time and that's new technology especially uh you know uh, electronic things uh, and especially electronic things that are connected to the internet and that sort of thing right uh things that don't need to be electronic things that don't need to connect to the internet things that worked perfectly well forever without those things right what do you mean if i don't have my smart fridge how am i going to know i'm out of eggs right exactly okay uh so here's the story that the best version of this story that I found was on the American military news, believe it or not. Gun safe maker gives FBI customers safe access code. FBI raids home. Liberty safe, a popular gun safe maker. Now the Liberty safe is one of these things that, you know, you can never trust these companies Mm. that grift off of there's there's several things that they grift off that if they're doing it it should be a huge red flag to you they grift off being super patriots especially if they throw in the military veteran angle or whatever and they you know throw in the second amendment stuff and all that or they grift off of uh, you know we are a christian based business or whatever like that right yeah if you are those things it, it's kind of like i remember there was a, there was an episode of uh you know there are certain things that if you do them people know it you don't have to tell them you don't have to be doing going way out of your way to make sure they know right like right. there there was an episode of kitchen nightmares where uh you know, a, an Italian mother and a father of the patriarchs of the family had started some Italian restaurant years ago, and the father had died, and the mother was an old woman, and so they put their uh, loser son, one of their sons, who was the loser son, in charge of running the place, and he didn't do anything. And when Gordon Ramsay came in and sat down and started talking to him, he was like, look, I've got all these pictures of me cleaning. I come in early and clean. Here's pictures of me cleaning. <laughs> and the place was filthy, of course. And the mother says, this is the thing I don't understand. If, if, you're, if you're cleaning all the time, why do you need pictures of it? The place would be clean. 
<laughs> right? Well, you know, Liberty Safe, they're like, oh, we're big patriots, and we're here to help you. We, we support your Second Amendment and blah, 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 get your Liberty Safe, this, that, the other, right? Well, Liberty Safe, a popular gun safe maker, gave one of its customers access codes to the Federal Bureau of Investigation last week, the company revealed. The FBI requested the code in connection with a raid on the customer's home over his alleged participation in the January 6th Capitol storming. In a statement posted Tuesday on X, formerly Twitter, Liberty Safe said it turned over, quote, the access code of the safe of an individual for whom they had a warrant to search their property. Let me jump in here, Ace. They had a warrant to search the property of these people. Now, they didn't have a warrant they didn't serve Liberty Safe with a warrant saying you have to give us that code. They said, "Oh yeah, hey, look, we'd like the uh, access safe to that code because look, we've got a warrant to search their their place." So that was right. a request that they could have and should have turned down. Absolutely. They should have said, "No, when you come to us with a warrant for that access code, we'll contact our attorney." Right. Right. Now. The fact that Liberty Safe has an access code to these people's safe in the first place, I'll get into that in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, before you do, we yeah. got a $25 oh, chat. let me look and see. Uh, yeah, Bear for All Seasons says, hey, 20 bucks is 20 bucks, so here's 25 Well, thank you, Bear for All Seasons. Thank you very much. I wonder what he meant by that. Uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> At any rate, uh, uh, to repeat, in a statement posted Tuesday on X, formerly Twitter, Liberty Safe said it turned over, quote, the access code to the safe of an individual for whom they had a warrant to search their property. Quote, our company protocol is to provide access codes to law enforcement if a warrant grants them access to a property. The company wrote, yeah, well, your company protocol sucks. <laughs> the co- that's, that's, just, that's just like, you know, after the, I believe it was the Tree of Life shooting, that synagogue shooting that got planned on in Gab DM and basically got announced openly on Gab and all that. And uh, Gab's new uh, TOS was, well, anything that uh, we, we cooperate fully with, uh, with all law enforcement now. They don't require warrants or anything. If they come to them and say, give us your private message, give us, they, they say they just give them anything they ask for, right? Yeah, which even if you're if you're going to do that, it's an immoral thing to do in the first place. But the only way that you could even slightly justify it is like you'd be. Yeah, but, you know, we we don't have any kind of thing like uh, we don't have any kind of thing like private messages or anything. You know, you'd think after something like that got planned in their private messages, they just eliminate the private messages. And they did for a couple of years. But now they have private messages. And, you know, I. I've, right in my bio, I've got no DM. Don't private message me. And whenever anybody does, if I don't know them, I just hit the deny thing and delete it, right, where they're requesting to message me. If I do yeah. know them, I politely tell them, hey, man, due to Gab's policies, I do not allow private messages. And I don't want private messages for the most part. I mean, there's you know people I know, people that I need to message for uh, you know show-related stuff or whatever like that. Sure, I mean, I'll private message them because, you know, they're they're not going to do anything jinky. But, oh, boy, I do not want private messages because every single thing that I ever say 
it's something that can be said publicly and therefore why should i want to say it privately yeah you know but at any rate their company protocol is to provide access codes and, and that's another thing i had somebody asking me I, I i recommended somebody join my telegram and they were worried about the phone verification and all and of course i I let them know, well, you know, with Telegram, you can use a, a burner app or a, or, or a VoIP number. Both of those will work. But just avoid private messages like crazy. That's where they try. That's where the the uh, the feds and the bad actors and everything. That's where they will come and try to set you up. And they always show up as uh you know whatever they think is going to get to you a nice girl or somebody who has the same uh you know somebody who's been chumming up to you in a public chat and all this just don't do it just don't do it don't it, when they message you tell them i don't i don't do private messages if you can't if whatever it is if you can't tell me out in public don't tell me here because i'm not interested but anyway after receiving request, we, we received proof of the valid warrant, and only then did we provide them with an access code. Liberty Safe had no knowledge of any of the details surrounding the investigation at the time. Well, that sounds, that all sounds really shitty. <laughs> uh, and here's their full statement. This is, this is what they said on Twitter. They, they, they posted a graphic of it with their logo and everything. On August 30th, 2023, Liberty Safe was contacted by the FBI requesting the access code to the safe of an individual for whom they had a warrant to search their property. Our company protocol is to provide access codes to law enforcement if a warrant... Uh, a pop-up wanting me to turn on. <laughs> okay, I got rid of it. Well, uh, that's it. I mean, their company policy is to provide... Provide access to law enforcement. If a warrant. If a warrant if a grants warrant, them access to a property. Yeah. <laughs> After receiving the request, we received proof of the valid warrant, and only then do we provide them with an access code. Liberty Safe had no knowledge of any of the details surrounding the investigation at the time. Liberty Safe is devoted to protecting the personal property and Second Amendment rights of our customers. Well, that first paragraph completely... Uh, <laughs> completely contradicts that doesn't it and has repeatedly denied requests for access codes without a warrant in the past we do not give out combinations without proper legal documentation being provided by authorities we regularly update our policies to ensure both compliance with federal law and state law and reasonable consumer privacy protections within the law first and foremost liberty safe is committed to preserving our customers rights and we will remain unwavering in those values yeah i bet those i bet those people who bought that liberty safe that you just uh, let the cops in without a warrant. Without a warrant. They can say, oh, we, you know, they showed us a warrant and everything all they want. It wasn't a warrant for them. It was not a warrant that said, Liberty Safe, turn this over. And they shouldn't have had any access code or combination of that safe to start with. Right. Problem one. And when, they, and when they're talking about access code, I mean, they, they said they mentioned something about combinations there, but it wasn't a combination they gave them. The, these safes, these are like electronic lock safes, and they, they've got a back end in them like it's a freaking smartphone or something. Right, yeah, it's just a, it's a digital access key. But a, a, a safe company should not have any of these things. If you want a safe... First off, you're best off if there's some place, and if you live in a, in a large enough city, there is some place that's a business that sells old safes, right? I mean, you might find a hundred-year-old safe, like one that fits under your desk or whatever. 
you know, with the dials and tumblers and everything. That's what you want. And yeah, the, once they sell, the, once they sell you that safe, that they should have both a policy, and if you ask for it, they uh, there should be a signed agreement that they are going to destroy any record that they ever had of what the combination on that safe was at that time, right? You don't want anybody anywhere other than you and trusted members of your household to know the combination of your safe for many reasons, not just to keep the FBI out of it. But at yeah, any rate, oh, go ahead. No, I mean, to your point about getting an old one and uh, and to the point that uh, this technology does not te- need to exist, uh, that's the funny thing about a big hunk of uh, of steel with uh, with some tumblers and a combination on it. That doesn't really get obsolete. Uh, that thing will work. So there's no, there's no reason to have a software password on it. There's no reason for uh, any sort of digital remote unlocking mechanism. You want to uh, unlock your guns while you're not present. There's no need for any of that. So this this is uh, this is a definition of technology that does not need to exist. Right, right. Oh, and another thing, uh, <laughs> the you know the old guy that I talk about all the time, the one I went to Mexico with, and the one that I had the infamous trip to Taco Bell with, and everything. He had an old safe like that. I think it had been his grandfather's safe, and it was a little safe that was. I don't know, about three or four feet tall. He had one of those old military surplus desks that he bought at some military surplus place, right? Big, heavy uh, aluminum and iron desk with covered in army green vinyl on the top and everything with big metal drawers in it and all that. And it fit right up under uh, the desk. And that thing kept all his stuff safe for the, oh, probably nearly 40 years that I knew him before he died of old age, right? And, you know, what else do you need? I mean, you might need a bigger one if you're wanting to put your guns in it, but uh, they still sell them brand new. They sell safes that work on dials and tumblers, <laughs> you know, and a big handle that you pull up, that you yank open once you, once you put the combination in. And, you know, why do you want an electronic one? It, it, for one thing, it's just more stuff to fail. Yeah, and you know, and that's one of the big excuses I'm sure that they that they'll be giving for why they have access. Goes, oh well, you know, uh, they tried to type in their uh, combination on the keypad, and the electronic lock failed. But we have an access code where we can go. You know, we can send somebody out and go through, or we can do it. We can just do it over the internet and open it up for them and tell them how to reprogram it or whatever. Yeah, I'm not interested. Give me give me three numbers to spin. And then you destroy it. I'll write them down. And if I lose access to it, oh, boy, that's my problem. I'll have to call a locksmith who specializes in safes. And they'll have to come crack my safe and set me up a new. <laughs> set me. I may have to buy a new safe. Just got a real expensive uh, desk uh, doorstep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it says, we do not give out combinations without proper legal documentation being provided by authorities. Well, that's a lie. What do you mean? What does that even mean? Proper legal documentation. They didn't, they didn't file a warrant on you. We regularly update our policies to ensure both compliance with federal and state law and reasonable co- consumer pr- privacy protection within the law. First and foremost, we're committed to preserving our customers' rights. Liberty Safe Statement triggered intense backlash on X. 
I just ordered a $7,000 Liberty safe on Saturday, a Lincoln 50 with all the fixings. I'm making a call tomorrow to cancel the podca- podcaster the quartering wrote. Uh, enjoy bankruptcy traders, veteran Jack Posobiec, <laughs> Agent Posobiec posted. Agent Poso. Yeah. Uh, this was not a lawful order. It was merely a request. No warrant to search your property requires a safe manufacturer to help law enforcement execute that warrant, the Libertarian Party of Delaware wrote. And, yeah, that's the end of that. But, you know, as I said, this is a thing that I go back to all the time. There, um, th- there are so many things that you don't want all this stuff, like uh, – You know, and I know that this is just beating my head against a concrete wall, but the last thing in the world you want is a smartphone because there's no way to get all the back doors out of it. There's no way to make them stop listening to it. There's no way to stop them from accidentally. You look at, you look at the, you look at the, uh, uh, oh, what is it they call it when when you, like when you install an app or you set up an app to run uh, permissions. Look at the permissions on every single app you got. This, for this, this app requires permission to access your microphone, to access your camera, to access this, to access that. And, you know, every one of them, and I'm not going to say the name of any of them because I don't want to set off any phones within earshot. Not that I have one, but I don't want to set off any phones within 100 yard. But, you know, uh, Android and and. Uh, Apple, they both have their virtual digital assistant that you say her name, right? And she's like, yes, what can I do for you? Say, you know, search this for me or open this app for me or call this person for me, whatever. And and uh, Amazon Alexa, same thing. You know, you, you tell Alexa, you say, Alexa, and Alexa lights up, yes, what can I do, you know? And every one of them tells you it's not listening until it hears the that word. Well, how does it hear that word if it's not listening? Hmm. Well, it has a sophisticated album uh, or algorithm where it's not listening until you say the magic word, and then it goes back in time and realizes that it should have been listening and starts recording yeah. from the past. And, and you buy an air conditioner now. And they try to force, and this happened when we bought our last air conditioner, and this, is, this has been years, like five or six years ago, we installed a new air conditioner, and, and being a person from that uh, industry, and my dad being a person that was way longer in that industry, and who worked for the two biggies, you know, he worked, and I did too, but he worked for him a lot longer than I did, worked for train and for carrier, right, for a long time, and I had my ideas, and I consulted with him, and and we bought a we bought the uh, 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 basically the generic version of the uh, train unit. The uh, 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 American Standard, right? And got a re- got the high in American. It's the sa- exact same unit as the train, and it's a simpler unit than the carrier. That was one of the reasons that we went with it. They're both good units, but. Um, the people that came and installed, I told them, I don't want any smart uh, thermostat. No smart thermostat. Not having it. They said, oh, no, no, no. You can't get anything but the smart thermostat with this. And the the thing won't run properly without the smart thermostat. And so I said, okay. And they put the smart thermostat in. 
And after dealing with that stupid thing for two or three months, I went to the hardware store and bought one of the little cheap round ones that look like some kind of a little bell <laughs> that you put on the wall, right? Yeah. And I yanked that thing out and installed that one. And, you know, it's just got a, it's just got a little, you know, it's got a setting off, heat, or AC. And it's got a little dial on the top where you turn it to what temperature you want. And shockingly, <laughs> the air conditioner worked perfectly with it, right? And, uh, you know, it, it's been a thing. It happened in Colorado, I believe, summer before last when they, ha- they had a really bad heat wave. And all these people who had agreed to nothing, who had those smart uh, thermometer or smart thermostats during the heat of the day, the state of Colorado went into their uh, network. You know, they had them, they had them connected to their Wi-Fi and everything, and they had the the utility company go into their network and turn their air conditioners off. Yep. And they got smart water heaters now, and they got smart. They got smart everything. They got smart refrigerators, and uh, if those ref- and those refrigerators can tell what's in your refrigerator. That's one of the things people like about it. Like, oh, look! You know, it's it, not only can it tell me that there's milk in there, it can tell me how old the milk is, and you know, it can tell me how many eggs I've got left and all that. Well, uh, guess who else it's telling? <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, speaking of smart things, this is a concern of mine near near me. Um, they've mandated my power company has mandated the smart meters, so yeah. they're coming. They're installing those things, and uh, they don't have as fine of control over that in terms of uh, you know adjusting just the uh, just the uh, AC. But uh, yeah, if in the future my overlords decide that. Uh, I've I've used too much carbon this week. Uh, they can just uh, throttle me or cut me off entirely. Yeah, yeah. I went through it with them when that first became a big thing, right? Um, back around 2009 or 2010, maybe, I don't know, maybe a couple of years after that, when they first started installing those and everybody from Alex Jones to natural health people and all were raising hell about them. And uh, I knew they were coming. And so I was watching, and several times the guy from the electric company would just come walking into my yard. And to walk into my yard, you got to do a lot of uh, affirmative actions to come in. Um, you know, I've got a – that yard has a high fence around it, and there's a gate. And and if there's one thing I know about you, you hate affirmative actions. Oh, yes. I hate them. <laughs> but, uh, but to come in the yard – he not only has to just lift the handle on the gate and come in, you know, we always have big dogs. And, I mean, not like Great Danes or nothing, but like, you know, uh, pit bull-sized dogs, let's just say. <laughs> and, uh, For example, to use a common unit of yeah, and these And these dogs are smart, and they learn real quick how to open a gate. I learned that when I was a kid. I, the first dog I ever had that did it, I'd always had wiener dogs. Wiener dogs are awesome, but they're not tall enough to open a gate. <laughs> and uh, and uh, I I ran across some puppies that were half German Shepherd and half Labrador. And it, someone should make a breed out of that because it makes a really good dog. But anyway, uh, when he got tall enough to uh, open the 
to reach the handle on the gate, he just figured out he'd stick his nose up to it and throw it up and push his way on out the gate, right? So, you know, I always take something like a little carabiner clip or whatever and put it through that little hole in the handle so they can't do that. So this guy has to take that thing out, and he walks into my yard. And I caught him like three or four times coming in there with that smart meter in his hand, and I would walk out and stand between him and the... uh, meter and i'd tell him you ain't putting that fucking thing on and he's oh yes i am and i said oh no you're not because you're gonna have to let i said i can't i know it's illegal for me to just whoop your ass but i'm standing between you and it if you put a hand on me i shall have to defend myself sir <laughs> and and he and he'd get really pissed and he's well you're gonna get one put on sooner or later and he first he tried to bluff me and say that it was a law that i had to accept it and that was not the case at the time right Mm. well i'll be darned i was purposely staying around the house and um i had to leave and go into tyler about something and i was gone like three hours and so i took uh i took and put a lock in the hole on both gates to where just nobody could come in and he was watching so close during that three hours that i was gone he came and he jumped the fence and installed it yeah Wow. Yeah. Really dedicated. Well, I, they they were uh once they start installing those things, you're going to get one, you know. Yeah. There's a lot of things like that. Like um when they did the I believe it was the, the, around the same time when they were doing the 2010 census, that's when they uh, they were going around and they had census people who would stop in front of everybody's house and they had a GPS device and a camera and they would take a picture of your house and enter the GPS coordinates. And I was one of these people like, no, they're not going to do that to me. And I ran out in the street and it, it was just some fat goofball that they had hired to do it and everything. And I went to, uh, walking back and forth in front of his camera to not let him take a picture of the house and everything. And he quoted the law to me and said he was about to call the sheriff. And I knew, yeah, he's right. They, they passed the law that says if I interfere with him about this, they can get me in a lot of trouble. So I had to acquiesce and let him take the picture. There's nothing I could do to stop him with the GPS and all that. But yeah, I mean, there's so many ways that they control you to start with. You don't want a, you don't want a Wi-Fi toaster and you don't want a Wi-Fi, uh, uh, refrigerator and a Wi-Fi thermostat and a Wi-Fi hot water heater and all that. You don't want that stuff. You want you want everything you can get that works on old technology from before the internet. The only things that you want to hook up to the internet are things that only work on the internet, right? I mean, obviously yeah. your computer or God forbid, your smartphone if you're going to use it for all your internet and apps and all that. And you know, if you got a big smart TV and you're using streaming services and everything, okay. But be aware that that smart TV's got a camera on it that can watch you at any time and listen to you at any time. Yeah, and, and that was part of the the op, and I'm I'm sure that's still going on. But those smart TVs, uh, they were pricing them several hundred dollars uh, cheaper. Oh, they were the, giving them away than the dumb TVs. So you know, if it's if it's cheaper, if it's free, if there's a suspicious discount, you're the product. Yeah, the, um, around 2012, when I 
uh, had the horrible experience when I bought the really expensive Dell computer that broke down on me almost immediately. And to my chagrin, I discovered that the super premium um, um, in-home warranty that I had had been handed over. It was not run by Americans anymore. It had been handed over to third-party Pajits in India, right? And uh, I refused to give them the kinds of information that they wanted to before they would send somebody out. I was like, no, I know what's wrong with it. It says right here, the disc is going out. And so send somebody over here with a disc and have them put it in, right? I'm like, oh, no, no, no. You're going to have to uh, press the Windows key and the letter R. And I was like, no, uh-uh, <laughs> right? I'm not letting you into my computer. You have no business in there. But uh, when I bought that computer... They sold me an, a, 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 I believe, 42-inch or 45-inch. It was a big one at the time. Flat-screen LG Smart TV for $49. HD, everything. All the apps. They really wanted you to have a nice TV, I guess. There's yeah. No other, no other motive you can read into that. No. What a bunch of swell guys really yeah. looking out for us. Tell me about it. Tell me about <laughs> it. Well, anyway, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that you need to, you just need to, uh, and, and, you know, I'm the same way about cars, Ace. Like, I don't ever want it, and I'm not saying that I won't ever have anything. I mean, they may pass laws that I can't drive my truck anymore, <laughs> right? Or they may pass laws. It looks like they're trying, the Biden administration is trying to pass laws where, uh, eventually they're going to work their way up to you can't make parts for old cars anymore, right? Um, they're already passing laws that you're not allowed to work on cars from a certain year up at home. Like you can't, even if you know how, you're not allowed to fix your own car. You have to take it to the dealership and have it fixed to ensure that it meets all the environmental standards and all this crap, right? Yeah, very important stuff like yeah. that. But, uh, you know, uh, my my favorite vehicle there is, is uh, for me, is a, the old 1995 uh, Ford F-150 pickup with, uh, with a big 5.8 liter V8. And it's not running off a bunch of computers. And it's not sending out any metadata uh, several times a second that's being picked up by the... Uh, Auto companies who do the exact same thing that Liberty Safe does. We covered this a couple of years ago on here. It was specifically Ford was who the article was about, but then it went into it. And all these other companies did it too. That they, they got all this metadata on you. That And the reason that they are doing this metadata is because every single thing is so controlled by computers in your car that, you know, like in a newer car, you've got settings for how you want the suspension to be, right? You can set it for sport or you can set it for luxury or or cruising or whatever and you've got different settings for your traction and all that and they're sitting there it's sending back metadata several times a second and every time it does it adjusts the suspension several times a second as though there as though that makes a <laughs> difference right but in doing so it can tell who's in your car because it can tell who is sitting in what seat it's weighing everything and what they weigh and so 
and it and it's telling them exactly where the car is and it's telling them which direction it's going and it's telling them how fast you're going and it's telling them how hard you're accelerating it's telling them how hard you're braking it's telling them how quick you take corners and all this other stuff and whenever any law enforcement agency would ask them for that stuff they'd just give it to them and it goes beyond that. I remember, and this was probably not more than a year, year and a half ago, that infrastructure bill that the Biden administration was pushing, and they wanted to mandate. And, you know, this is how things always go, is they put up those flyers and they judge the reaction and then they pull it back. But, you know, they introduce it because this is where they want to go, is they want to have cameras uh, watching your face while you drive. Well, they just did something even worse than that, Ace. What's that? They... Uh, <laughs> The, the our illustrious Congress just passed a uh, law that Biden wanted to start all new vehicles starting in 2026 will be equipped with devices to ensure that you are not drinking and driving. So in other words, you're going to have a fucking breathalyzer machine on every new car that you buy. Well, that's part of what they were selling this thing, this face camera was. They were selling it as an anti-distracted, but also an anti, like, being able to tell that you're drunk by, like, the micro uh, movements of your eyes and that sort of thing. But they, they're just, uh, they're putting a straight-up breathalyzer in, in all vehicles. Well, they're putting, a, they're putting a device to ensure that you are not under the influence of alcohol. What else is it going to be? It's either going to take your breath or it's going to draw your blood can be that camera using the algorithm to well maybe analyze, but uh, analyze how much you well blink. let me let me look it up here real quick uh, oh come on computer 2026 vehicles breathalyzer we'll uh, we'll try that for a search and 11 11 republicans in the senate voted for it only 11? <laughs> well, it was more than it needed to uh, get it over the time. To, apparently, breathalyzer is not the way to do it because I'm not getting... I've seen this all around that they just passed this. Uh, when I put in 2020... Oh, 2025 is what I wrote. That's why I'm not getting it. Okay. Um... Well, I'm still not finding it on news search. Let's see. Let me try something else. Bill passes all 2026 vehicles alcohol. Let's see what we're. God, DuckDuckGo has gotten awful. I put in bill passes, all 2026 vehicles, alcohol, and the top result. Should liquor be sold on Sundays? Take out cocktails in Sunday liquor store runs. All all search has been, and I truly believe it's been purposely degraded because it was was too much for us proles to have all this information at our our fingertips. They've, They've shitted it up on purpose. Yeah. Biden, Bill... 2026 vehicles alcohol and I get uh, I get a bunch of results about Trump saying that Biden should cancel his brutal electrical vehicle mandate nothing about this 
Well, I'll find it and we'll talk about it Friday for sure. But anyway, let's take our let's read our chats and take our break, Ace, and you can come back just long enough to talk to Commander Space Jogger. Or however long you want to stay, but if you would at least come back and talk to Commander Space Jogger, that'd be good. Uh okay. Where is that chat? Oh, and by the way, Red Dog, I'll give it to you after well, I I'll no, I, 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 during the break, Red Dog, I will post your new avatars in the uh, official Crypto Report channel, and you can grab your new avatars, and I think you are going to be very, very happy with them. Um, so, okay, where here it is, Spurt Chats. Okay. For $25, Federale said, Welcome back, Commander Space Jogger. Thank you, Federale. We shall see if he returns. If all this stuff that I have wired together with duct tape and bailing wire and transistors and all that, if all that works, <laughs> then we will have Commander Space Jogger. Uh, for $5, Uncle Zog said, TKR and Commander Space Jogger. Shit. Thank you, uh, Uncle Zog. Am I still here, Ace? Yeah. Okay, I heard a click in my ear that generally means that my microphone has switched. (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) Excuse me. For $25, Island Tipper said, hey, family. Thank you, Island Tipper. For $5, Mail Monkey says, Commander Space Jogger is my only black friend. Well... I don't know how much of our friend he is, but uh, Jesse Lee Peterson is definitely our black friend. He, Jesse Lee Peterson um, is uh, he's our, he's our best black friend. Our black friend, you know, I used to say this when the uh, when the Groypers were making such a big deal about Con- Kanye West and everything being their guy. I would point out to them that our black friend was better than their black friend. All right. Uh, <laughs> Very true. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, thank you, Uncle Zog. For $25, Island Tipper said, hey, family. Thank you, Island Tipper. Uh, oh, I already read that. Uh, it was Mayo Monkey was the last one I read about uh, Commander Space Jogger being his only black friend. Thank you, Mayo Monkey. For $10, Ragnar says, TKR fam is best fam. Thank you, Ragnar. Thank you very much. For $1... The Reverend Chad Kroger. I like to say that the way that uh, Rush Limbaugh used to say the Reverend Jesse Lee Jackson. He'd say, the Reverend Jesse Lee, or Jesse Jackson, the Reverend. Uh, The Reverend Chad Kroger says, I'm in great health at 58 after all my self-abuse, sex and gym every day, sun church, elder soup night every Wednesday. Sports with kids, etc. Mind you, have taken turmeric, milk thistle, dandelion tea, and acetylcysteine for 30 years. Don't be like Reverend Chad, kids. I was born with a big heart, strong, and he ran out of uh, characters. <laughs> Thank you, Reverend Chad. For $5, um, Hake throws, threw us a Roman. All right, well, he, he's waving. He did it with his left hand. So it's not a Roman. <laughs> Thank you, James. It's very good to see you as, as always. Uh, I'm always stoked to see you in the chat when you come. Uh, for $5, and everybody follow Hake and uh, watch him on Odyssey or Rumble. or If you go to, uh, I believe it's thehakereport.com, uh, all his stuff's there, and you can watch it on, uh, Hake's on everything. He's on uh, Rumble and Kick and uh, 
Odyssey. I don't know if they've let him back on YouTube yet, but he's demonetized there, so don't go there. <laughs> go somewhere you can tip him, uh, which is like Odyssey, Rumble, Kick, that kind of thing. Um, and let's see, for $5, Euro Trash sent us the gold coin shooting off like a meteor. Thank you, Euro Trash. For $25, Bear Fall Season says, hey, 20 bucks is 20 bucks, so here's 25 uh, for $1, the Reverend Chad Kroger says, I think Smash Mouth died from short fame and anger. Uh, it's likely very hard to fly close to the sun, have your wings burnt, and come crashing back to Earth. The Shrek boost probably gave him enough money for lifetimes, but he was irrelevant for decades. I hope he doesn't have his cash in a Liberty safe. <laughs> yeah, I hope so, too. <laughs> Thank you, Reverend Chad. Uh, you're a trash with two library coin says smart devices for dumb people yeah well and smart devices will make you dumb you know um one thing i i do not have any place that i can turn off spell uh, autocorrect i turn it off because even as you know one of my primary um uh what do you call it when you're naturally good at a particular thing um what, being gifted or... Well, not gifted, but like... Having affinity for it? Yeah, yeah. One of the, one of the things that, that I've really... That's been one of my best uh, affinities, I guess, is I've always been really, really naturally good at anything to do with uh, language, spelling, reading, that kind of thing, since day one, right? I mean, uh, in in early school, like first grade and stuff i didn't go to kindergarten they didn't have kindergarten so i didn't learn to read in kindergarten um but in first grade when you know once we were supposed to have a rudimentary reading level and you'd have uh you'd have these uh spelling tests where you, you know it was you were such an early development of it that um they would be multiple choice like you know how do you spell queen and there'd be three different ways to spell it and you'd you know, you had studied ahead of time. They'd give you a list of the words that were going to be on the test, and you were supposed to study. I never studied, and I could just look at every word, and I always knew which one was correct, even when it was something that didn't make a lot of sense, like the word who or something like that, right? Yeah. Once I And, uh, and I stayed that way my whole life. In fifth grade, we were taking the Iowa tests, which was uh, – that was the version they had back then of the test that they give now to, make, to see what level students are on and everything. And when it would get to the spelling and reading and all like that, I wouldn't have to think one second. I'd just fill in them circles. And I had this feminist teacher. She was Ms. Nichols. She was the first woman I ever met or saw who demanded that you called her Ms. M.S., right? Mm. And it was, that was a new thing then. That, that was the precursor to all this they-them garbage right <laughs> it's like no i refuse to identify as married or unmarried you know unmarried be miss and married would be mrs and like every other teacher in the whole school was either miss so-and-so or mrs so-and-so but she had to be a miss <laughs> and she didn't like me much i don't think to start with but i you know everybody else is about 10 or 15 percent of the way through their test and you've got like 40 minutes to do the test and like five or six minutes into it i come up there and i hand her mine and she says you didn't do that test you just sat there and filled in a bunch of circles and i said oh no i didn't i did every one of them and uh 
she said, you better not be lying to me. I said, I'm not lying to you. And she made me stand by her desk. And she got, you know, she had the key to the test that had all the right answers filled in. She pulled it out and started looking back and forth. And about 30 seconds into it, she started grinding her teeth so hard that her jaws were flexing. And she was like, okay, go back to your desk. Right. <laughs> but even with that, all this autocorrect crap, if I sit there and depend on that, I'll lose all my skills. Well, I hear what you're saying, but Hey Farmer also makes an interesting counterpoint in the chat when he says, I don't know, as I read our show chat, spell check wouldn't hurt. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they just... Maybe they just need to study. They're they're typoing, hate farmer. They're not. It's they're not making actual mistakes. They're typoing. <laughs> There's a difference between a typo and <laughs> a misspelling. It's a very big brain difference. Yeah, I mean, you know. There, there's a lot of real fine gradients here and there, but a lot of different different angles, man. Yeah. And finally, Main Franken with a Spurg chat says, maybe you open a smart home by screaming from outside, Alexa, I'm home, open, open door and turn on TV. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if, that, if uh, somebody didn't set their house up like that and somebody comes by and tries it. I'm, if that doesn't exist yet, and, and it very well may be with all the smart technology, I'm sure that's next. And- oh, and I'll tell you something else I ran across. There are companies now that are starting to try to convince people who are building new homes and affluent homeowners who want to upgrade and stuff like that to remove the, the, uh, the tumblers and key holes and everything from the locks on their doors and install those card access things like that they have at hotels and all saying that that is somehow more secure. That is not more secure. All that anybody has to do to get into one of those places is know somebody who works for that company and have them program a skeleton card key and go around and open every door there is. Yeah. No, it's a, again, it's a least, uh, least privileged principle or is it dictates that, uh, only the minimum amount of people should have access to information for security purposes. And uh, in this case, the only person that needs access to anything that unlocks your door is you. Shouldn't yeah. be on a server somewhere. Should be a physical object that you hold in your pocket and uh, keep next to your uh, various self-defense well, equipment. The, uh, the FBI called our company and informed us that they had a warrant to search the house. And so... We remotely unlocked all the doors from them while the homeowners were away. The FBI called up and said that they had a warrant, and uh, we didn't ask any other questions. Not who the warrant was for, not what the warrant was about. The FBI informed us that they did, in fact, have a warrant, and so we handed (laughs) over all our records to them. (laughs) What a world we live in, Ace. (laughs) Can somebody throw a bucket of water on these people and see if they melt? (laughs) All right. So we got a break and we're going to take that break and we're going to come back and we're going to have commander space jogger and, uh, ACE is going to be here for him and, um, or to talk to him if he, if it works, if it doesn't work, then, oh, well, um, 
and I don't know how much longer I'm going to stay on either. It's mighty hot in here, but if, if people are down for it, if people want it, I might take some calls when Ace leaves. But if not, we've given you a hell of a show already, and we're fixing to try to give you Commander Space Jogger. So get in your yeah. Super Chats. Get in your Spurg Chats. I forgot to mention the Spurg Chats. If you can't afford a Super Chat, but you want to uh, have us address... Your thoughts, your questions, or whatever. You can do a Spurg chat by adding me, if it's a question for me or for myself and Ace. Or if it's for specifically for Ace, add Ace. But if it's for Ace, you better do it quick, because he's not going to be on until the end of the show. Yeah, i got to be out of here in just about negative uh, 30 minutes from now. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've kept, I've kept Ace 30 minutes past his bedtime, and we're probably going to keep him on for about another 20, because I think the break's seven or eight minutes long, and then we got to talk to Commander Space Jogger. Are you up for that, Ace, or should we hold off on Commander Space Jogger? The things I do for racism. Uh, it's not racism, Ace. There's no such thing. <laughs> All right. Okay, everybody. Don't you dare touch that dial. We'll be right back. Stay right there. The Crypto Report will be right back. like you're looking to party yeah pulled up in a bar outside and there's this guy that's introduced to me as barack obama i had given barack 250 dollars to pay for coke i start putting a line on a cd tray to snort and next thing i know he's got a little pipe and he's smoking so i just started rubbing my hand along his thigh to see where it was going and it went the direction i had intended it to go even though you had sex with him twice you did cocaine with him watched him smoke crack twice you had no idea who he was. I had no idea who he was. Let me just ask the obvious question. What was Obama like on crack? Um, is it your sense that that's who Obama is, just transactional, or that he's bisexual, or like, what is this? It definitely wasn't Barack's first time, and I would almost be willing to bet you it wasn't as long. The guy's running for president, and credible information comes out that he's smoking crack and having sex with dudes. That seems like a story. Well, it would be a story if the media really cared about telling people the truth.
what's going on here? Oh, I know. I know. Well, you get the ending again. <laughs> it's just what happened. Welcome back to the crypto room. Yeah, I thought I, Ace. I thought I had failed to <clears throat> to put uh, my Joy uh, interactive uh, <laughs> electronic girlfriend saying welcome back at the end. What happened there? And I forgot about this. It's been so. And I I have the wood chipper going. I'll turn it off here in a second. Are you there, Ace? Oh no! What's happened to Ace? Let me look on the thing. He's gone. I wonder if he... Here he comes. Ah, there's Ace. Yeah, sorry, my thing froze up. I heard the ending twice and everything. <laughs> yeah, well, what happened was, way back in the day, when I first started uh, purchasing anything from Amazon, uh, they, I was still buying CDs, right? And they had it, and it was when MP3s were first becoming. I mean, MP3s had been around for quite some time, but they were first becoming a thing where people were starting to transition to where they were more like, uh, you know, they, it, they were getting as popular as the, you know, having the physical disc in your hand and all that. Let me turn off this. Let me turn off this stupid uh, wood chipper. Hold on. <laughs> That's not the humming of a spaceship engine I hear in the background. Maybe it was. It was. All away. right, back in the furnace, back in the furnace. But anyway, they they would have this deal when you when you bought a CD to have it shipped to the house. Uh, you could download the MP3s right then, right? And for whatever reason, uh, and you had to download Am Amazon's uh, Windows app to download them and all that, right? That was the only way you could do it. And there were like a dozen albums that when I downloaded them, every song on the album did this. You know, the really? song would end, and then there'd be like a two-second gap, and then like the last 30 seconds of the song would play again. And I had forgotten about this. This was one of the albums that, that did that. So I should have checked. I was... We, the reason we got started late was I was in a real rush because I, I spent so much time getting things ready to get Commander Space Jogger going. So, uh, anyway, I think we should try to uh, bring him on right now, Ace. Without further ado. Without yes, further ado, means. yeah. Now, what I'm going to have to do, I'm going to have to, give me a second, I'm going to message him on black Twitter. <laughs> And, uh, oh man, I got to sneeze. Had to do it twice. Okay. So I'll message him on black Twitter. And, uh, whether you hear him or you hear me here in a moment, will let us know whether the thing's working or not. Okay, here we go. Ace, I'm messaging him. Ailing frequencies open. Hello there. Commander. Yes, can you hear me? 
Commander, you're coming in a, a bit faintly. Can you boost oh, the signal to well, your foundation crystals? How about this? And this better? Uh, you've got some more bass in your voice, but you still sound a little tinny, Commander. Well, that's because I'm broadcasting across the universe. Hold on. Let me start this thing off. I've got an announcement to make. Here we go. Oh, boy. <laughs> emergency, emergency, emergency. Everybody out there, hearken to my voice. All right, that's enough of that there. <laughs> now, it's been a long time since you've heard from me. And that's because that no good slave master, Asmodor, has, uh, he has not, he claimed he had no equipment to talk to me, but somehow he got up here and he took my dilithium crystals and he ran off with the big, big booty black angel girls. And then he sent me a message saying he sold them to a Libyan slave trader and he wished that it was white so he could have got a good price for them. That no good cracker, that no good white... See, he got... Ugh, he done shocked at me. Oh. So, Ace. Yes, Commander. You is one of, you is one of the new lackeys on this, on this program. You is... Top lackey to you, Commander. <laughs> well, you should be ashamed of yourself for being on here and promoting all these uh, uh, supremacisms and all these things that y'all be promoting on here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna find my big booty black angels. Uh, the Commander Farrakhan. Uh, I'm trying to get hold of him. Could you message him for me? <laughs> Well, uh, Commander, uh, as a lackey, my options to communicate with the uh, black leaders in our country are limited, but uh, if I can get in touch with him, is there a message that you'd like to, me to uh, convey to him for you? Tell, tell him that the Reverend Elijah Muhammad, is, uh, he don't be looking too good up here. Ever since the big booty black angels left, uh, he seemed to be losing his melanins and melting. He's losing his melanins and melting. Yes. And somehow, somehow, I tell him, I, okay, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you that Asmodor Pagan Woods address, and I want you to give it to him and have him send some of them Nation of Islam boys over there. His address, Sam. <laughs> ah! Oh, Lord. Oh, Commander, okay. I, I could have I could have told you that was going to end that way. That's just not a good idea. Somebody got to get this collar off of me. I listened to the show earlier, and he a big old hypocrite. He talked about not, that. Well, he talked about not having all these electronical devices, and here he am putting one on me. Couldn't he just put on an old collar and chain like in the good old days? Well, at any rate. I need to get a message out to my peoples. Peoples, I know a lot of you is upset about the various goings-on with these Peckerwood polices going around and killing all of us, but the order has come in from the top, from Darth Soros. He has informed me that so long as, uh, so long as the President Biden and the Vice President uh, Kamala and all them's be in office that we is not to go out and burn down those cities. 
So even though some white crack of police just shot an innocent pregnant woman for doing nothing more than stealing a little bit of alcohol from the grocery store and then trying to run him over, <laughs> you must stay calm. However, in order to make it up to you, you are allowed to continue to loot and shoplift all you want. Just make sure that you don't do it by yourself. And don't do it in Scottsdale. In Scottsdale, a bunch of no-good pecker woods who wouldn't mind their own business just took down some innocent black man for shoplifting at a jewelry store. Allegedly. Doc Soros says that he has one of he he has one of his uh, hand-picked DAs there, and they're going to charge their asses with a whole bunch of felonies. But we need to wait and see. But until that time, help yourself to footwear, makeup, perfume, liquor, whatever else it might be. Don't be like that one that one dumb nigger. <laughs> I forgot to. I ain't allowed to say that. Commander, don't we have like a service here. Don't be like that one dumb young black man who got caught did on video flash robbing a Walgreens and what did he have? Did he get all the liquor? Did he get all the expensive makeup? Did he grab any electronics? No. He coming out of there, he got a bottle of bleach, he got toilet paper, he got paper towels. What kind of shit is that, man? You ain't gonna get no crack from that. Ace? Yes, Commander. I don't wanna do it, but the man who controlled my electronical collar said that uh, if you ask me any questions, I have to answer them. So you got any questions you wanna ask me? Yes, well, since you don't have your uh, since you don't have your angels and your crystals up there, I figure you have a little bit of time maybe to answer a couple of my well, questions. He he thought he got all them crystals, but <laughs> I had a few stashed in my prison vault. In your prison wallet? My prison vault. <laughs> in my butthole lace. That's the only way. When they come, when they come, shake down the place. That's the only way you can keep the things that's most important to you. And uh, listen, Hurl. Oh, good googly moogly! I hear bells ringing. What was you saying? Well, the fact that you're not getting shocked for that tells me that uh, As may have may have planned for you having a list, at least a little bit to keep you going. But uh, he might I just be think... shocking me. I just can't feel it. <laughs> uh, when the crystals hit good, I got gotcha. you. All right, well, I got a couple of questions for you, Commander. So, uh, since you uh, since you've been gone, that uh, that uh, hero cop, I call him a hero cop, uh, Derek Chauvin, that uh, uh, he ain't no George. hero. <laughs> if I had that shock, you'd be getting it now. And that hero cop, Derek Chauvin, uh, became Derek uh, became uh, George Floyd's sponsor in sobriety. Uh, you were you were around. What that mean? <laughs> that means he applied the thirteenth step. <laughs> you mean by standing on his neck and stomping him in the head? 
yeah, he was he was his he was his sponsor in sobriety, and and there's there's talk that uh, he's going to uh, he's going to get a retrial. How do you feel about that, Commander? Well, it's only a good thing if the retrial get him to death penalty. So you think he got off too light? I think he got off too light, and if they give him a retrial, they don't give him the death penalty. They should burn down that damn Minneapolis again. Well, they'll probably do that regardless. But really, you think three murder uh, sentences, uh, convictions for for the the same same man's death? That was that was too late. Man, it's a white controlled justice system, just like the media, controlled by a bunch of cracker cave beasts, dog smelling pickerwoods. <laughs> well, you you are correct that it is a uh, is a white controlled justice system, and and to that end, I was wondering all the lawyers and everybody. And the landlords and the bankers, all white. But uh, there's also uh, one one person I, I would like your opinion on, uh, Justice uh, Justice Clarence Thomas, who uh, recently was part of the vote that ended affirmative action. I'm a Tom. So no no love lost for uh, for Justice Thomas then. He married a white woman. That's all. You know, I never did like him. Because he married a white woman, I thought that was your. Uh, I thought that was uh, all of your dreams. No, no, we're here to eliminate all you, all you, all you lowly melanated, uh, burning up in the sun, cave beasts created by Yaku. Why would, why would we want to, why would we want to water down our beautiful black blood? You know, when I cut myself, I bleed black. Well, that's uh, that's very frightening, and also beautiful, Commander. And I do have a uh, a question from a, a friend of mine, and he's a he's a Mexican man. I don't know how you feel about the Mexicans. Well, it depends. You know, them them Hebrew Israelites say that the Mexicans is the real Jews too. So go ahead and ask. Okay, sure. Uh, so he he wanted to uh, ask you, uh, Commander. Uh, are you pissed off that Obama didn't return with them crystals and he instead smoked them and had gay sex? Well, that's a, that's a whole ball of wax right there. Uh, first of all, my instinct is not to trust that homosexual person because he's white. And second of all, I... I'm confused about whether to trust him or not because uh, the other order that has come down from Dar Soros is that while we is not allowed to riot, loot, and in general make a titanic nuisance of ourselves out in the city streets and so forth right now, it's uh, the turn for these uh, homosexuals and transgendermical people, you know, and uh, so I don't know if I'm allowed to criticize or not. Okay, so you're you're waiting from from word from uh, from Lord Soros. Yeah, and I ain't, I can't get it because he always beamed his messages into me on my boombox, which that no good, low down, dirty Asmodor referred to as a ghetto blaster because he ain't nothing but a pink bellied dog. Commander, uh, I, I did hear that uh, 
as had uh, popped out your mixtape and he was playing some some Willie Nelson on your on your boombox. That's that's another one of them no good pickles. I mean, he got his good points. He do like to smoke reefer, and he did he did a song with Snoop Dogg, but that don't make him that don't make him one of the real Jews or anything. <laughs> okay, not that authentic. Well, I do have another. Uh, Another friend of mine, actually a, a reverend, a reverend himself, not perhaps the reverend that uh, you're asking me to reach out to, but another reverend has a question for you, and uh, he asked... Okay, ask me the question. Commander, Commander Space Jogger, I have a big booty little angels living across the street now. Should I tap that ass in the tent, or should I prepare to hose them down and cage them until the Elijah Muhammad comes to bring them back to Wakanda? For now, this wet dog-smelling cave beast has them in range, and sh- and he cuts off at that point. <laughs> well, uh, that's what his, you call his son. crystals that's what you may call be a little low. That's what you call a devilish bargain. Uh, mm-hmm. You should you should unleash them from your tent and give them reparations. And what would re- what would reparations entail in this in this situation? Well, I don't know how long how long do he done had them in there. Well, knowing him, he can go for quite a while. So these you these can't trust. You cannot. If there's one kind of white man you cannot trust, it's a no good, low down, dirty Canadian cracker. <laughs> and you know why? Why is that? They killed it all them. They killed it all them woo-woo Indians up there at them schools and buried them. Everybody knew they buried them. And Indians and, and Indians and uh, Afro-Canadians got themselves together and united in the beautiful cause of burning down all them historic churches and such. And then finally, finally, they go and they dig up all them places where all them children's got buried. And them low-down, sneaky Canadian crackers had done took the bodies up and put rocks in. Oh, uh, I see your point. That is that is shameful, low-down behavior. It's worse than what them Germans did to them Jews. <laughs> and I'm, I'm sure you have strong feelings about that as well, Commander. Well, I, I, have, I have one more question, unless you had anything else you'd like to expand upon tonight, Commander. Expand upon? Yeah, I'll tell you what I'd like to expand upon. That big, ugly, cracker cave beast need to come up here. Ah! Ah! I tell you, I, I get my hands around him. I'm like, ah! Okay, ask your question. I won't get out of here before he shocked the piss out of me. Actually, I do need to change my pants. But go ahead. <laughs> Well, I know I know you've been uh, drifting in and out of communication range. So, uh, are are you aware of the presidential run of a uh, uh, our famed celebrity Ye? I, yeah, I was aware of that. Yes. Now, um, who do you think will do better for for the the colored man? Is it going to be Ye or is it going to be Biden and Soros? Well, I would have to ask the Dark Lord, but he did tell me that uh, so long as uh, so long as the uh, Yay 24 campaign have a homosexual infiltrator running it, that we don't have nothing to worry about. He need to get back to making shoes, and he need to get rid of that nasty-looking white woman he done married. 
I'm not quite so sure that uh, she's white, Commander, but uh, point taken. I guess there never was any. Does she have melodies? Not enough. What are you saying she is, then? Well, she's a special She's a special kind of white. Um, the kind of... Damn kind of special kind. <laughs> well, you know how you have... Except uh, maybe the albino Africans that have all that gold inside their head. Well, you know, you know Commander, how you uh, believe all us white people are uh, inherently evil and we were created that way to cause, uh, cause suffering. By Yakub. By Yakub to cause suffering and to, and to rob, rob your people. Well, you did a damn fine job of it. Yeah, well, it's it's kind of it's kind of. Look like at this that. one bigger wood done took all my big booty angels, my ghetto blaster, and my dilithium crystals. <laughs> well, y'all wouldn't I, even I, be able to fly if we hadn't taught you. <laughs> and and we thank you for that. Uh, we hope that Elon Musk, he's just an albino Negro. That's why he's able to try to make these rockets and stuff. He's an African American. <laughs> So you think he's uh, suppressing his melanin to uh, get by in the white man's world? It's some more of that shit he invented. Y'all gonna regret ever letting him get get in control of things. Well, I think I'm agreeing with you for all the wrong reasons, Commander. <laughs> so what was your question? Oh, uh, you you've already answered it. Uh, you're 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 waiting you're waiting for uh, you're waiting from word from on high for. Uh, for who you'd support for president. All right, well, let me sum up. Do not ride at this time. Limit yourself to looting. Enjoy. President Biden say that the white people's stuff is yours on him. So with that, that is my Commander Space Jogger update. Please don't shock me no more. So did the Commander Space Jogger thing, did he, did he come through? Oh, as you're back. What I a, am. What a, what, yeah. what a convenient rearrival. You actually, you know. Well, I cut the feed. Oh, it's, it's funny that you came back now because you just happened to miss. I had a, a wonderful conversation with Commander Space Jogger. Oh, well, that's good. Time. That's good. Well, I mean, I could hear it, actually. I just wasn't sure. You know, I was listening. I had to shock him a few times. Well, I, know you, I know you could hear his end. Okay, so, okay, so you did. <laughs> Well, I was listening over the Odyssey interface. And that's the great thing about the Odyssey interface is uh, no matter no matter how poorly I have scholar rigged the communications devices between myself and the geostationary orbital pyramid, I can just check in on Odyssey and hear what's going on. Though I can't participate at this time. Well, I was I was going to uh, say, I mean, you're that uh, that uh, scholar rig for the two-way communications you have rigged up must have a super low latency because he was about to drop a gamer word and you were right on top of it. Right on top, right that on was top. Amazing, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's you know. <laughs> I, I hey, listen. If we do one thing here. And one thing only, we respect the terms of service. That's right. Well, yeah, I mean, I can't have him, I can't have him saying, you know, racial slurs and things like that. 
Not to our audience. No. I'm, if I can't say him, <laughs> then he can't say him. I mean, what's white privilege? If he could, What good is white privilege if he can say things that I can't? <laughs> too true, too true. <laughs> well, like I said, I'm not sure how well this uh, system's going to work. If you want me to be able to interact with Commander Space Joggers, well, let those tips come rolling in so that I can get the equipment needed to communicate directly with Commander Space Jogger. I might even give him his boombox back when I'm done with it. But, you know, <laughs> my C-Crane radio is on the fritz again. I needed it. Uh, I got I to gotta have something to uh, monitor Mark Levin with <laughs> so I can see what these Jews are up to. You know, there's Team A and Team B, Ace. And uh, Team B is the ones who pretend that they're conservative and love the Constitution. Uh, <laughs> well, Ace, thank you for joining me tonight. And Well, before you leave, let me just throw this out there. And if we get a strong response... Then I will stay. I, we've already done a three-hour show, but if I if I get a strong response, and my apologies, Ace, I I really did not mean to keep you this long over. Um, if we get a strong response, I'll open the Telegram and take a few calls. But if we don't, we'll go ahead and end the show. And uh, and tomorrow night we've got the members only special, and then you got the Friday night special, the Saturday night special, the Sunday afternoon call-in special, all that good stuff. But uh, throw one in the chat if you want to do call-ins. And if not, don't throw anything in the chat. I mean, I don't mean throw one in if you want me to do call-ins. I mean, if you're going to call in, if you personally are going to call in, throw a one in the chat. And if you throw in a one and you don't call in, I will ban you from everything forever. Oh, I didn't get Red Dog his... Uh, let me do this real quick, and you can you can comment on this, Ace. Let me throw Red Dog's uh, uh, new avatars, his new PFPs, in the official Crypto Report chat. All right, I can comment on that quick, and then I really do need to take off. Okay, here here comes the first one, the the one with the plain white background. Well, I mean, we got to do something to let the buffer go by so the people can hear me asking the question. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. That is, uh, that is a very sweet rendition. Oh, his, uh, wait till you see this one. Wait till you see this one. Look at that. Oh, he did a background and everything? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. How about that? This is the kind of thing, and those of you who have not joined the official crypto report on Telegram are just going to have to wait until Red Dog changes his PFP and you won't be able to see it in its full-size glory. But uh, this is what you get as a, if, you are, uh, if, you, uh, if you have or if you purchase a membership at any level. The Enigma artist has agreed to make you a custom PFP. And you know we had one person try to get over on me, Ace. Oh yeah, we had uh, one of those. Uh, yeah, one of those. Oh yeah, I'm totally signed up. Draw well, he didn't picture. even say he was signed up. He just was like, "I want this," and I was like, "Well, okay." And I did not recognize him as a member, so I said, "Well, uh, post over in my chat so I can uh, 
in my Odyssey chat so I can confirm that you remember. And uh, I never heard back. <laughs> At any rate. Uh, okay, we only got one one. So let's just go ahead and end the show, Ace. Um, we don't have to do a bunch of uh, plugs anymore other than make sure – follow, follow – uh, uh, Post it in there, guys, so they can follow Nordic Frost and check out his new avatar and, and the stuff he's done with it for his awesome show, The Green Room, that happens every Sunday night at 9 Eastern, 8 Central, 6 Pacific. Uh, throw in there to follow Hake. Throw in there to follow uh, Federale, his various things, and throw my all my links in there. And you people go, we got another – oh, we got to read the chats. I, I'll let you go ahead and go, Ace. All right, yeah, pleasure to meet the commander and uh, have a good night. Oh, I can't. the commander is not a pleasurable person. <laughs> <laughs> well, pleasure in the way that it's uh, it's it's great to see uh, you know go to the zoo and see the uh, see the gorillas hopping around, beating on their chests and uh, defecating on each other. It was that kind of a pleasure. Right, right, right. Okay, good night, Ace, and I promise I won't keep you a, an hour over next time. Hopefully, it'll yeah, start cooling off enough to where I, we can start. At the uh, earlier time again. But yeah, that'd be best. I like doing the three-hour shows, but, you know, damn work. But anyway, I'm out. Have a good night. All right, good night, Ace. Everybody throw up, uh, throw up some Romans for Ace, the tabby. All right. Um, so, yeah, Red Dog's responding. He says, wow, that's awesome. Thanks so much, Enigma Artist. I have been TKR immortalized. Indeed you have, Red Dog. Indeed you have. Uh, and you deserve it very much. Okay, so we're gonna read these. Uh, we're gonna read these uh, super chats that came in and get out of here. Now, two of them were questions for the commander, and he answered them. But I will read them for twenty five dollars. Bear for all seasons said his commander space jogger pissed off that Obama didn't return with them crystals, and instead smoked them and had gay sex. And I wanted to point out. I put that in the uh, break because it's funny to hear that. But what is Tucker even up to with this crap? I mean, uh, it's not like anybody thinks that Obama is like some super heterosexual guy. But A, Obama's not president. B, he can never be president again. He served two terms. C, this guy... It doesn't seem all that credible. And if you're going to have somebody come on and give a story like that, how about have him, hey, would you like to take a lie detector test or something like that? I mean, they have that on Maury. You know, uh, you know, be like, uh, you said that you had uh, homosexual sex with Barack Obama. The lie detector test determined that that was, in fact, true. You did suck him off, you know, or whatever. <laughs> that would. The, Tucker needs me on the, uh, uh, on their uh, producing his show, or at least advising. Uh, thank you, Bear for And uh, Reverend Chad Kroger with $5 says, Commander Space Jogger, I have big booty little angels living across the street now. Should I tap that ass in the tent, or should I prepare to hose them down and cage them until uh, the Elijah Muhammad comes to bring them back to Wakanda? For now, this wet dog-smelling cave beast has them in range and shit. Well, I mean, I don't know. Um Get you a setup like Wrangler Star has where, uh, you know, you have like a, a, a big ATV with a large water tank 
and uh, it has a compressor on it that ma- that makes the water blast out like a fire hose. And uh, maybe invest in a couple of German Shepherd dogs and start a neighborhood watch. Um, I'm not Commander Space Jogger, but that's my advice. All right, and finally, for one dollar, the Reverend Chad Kroger says brings me back to Minneapolis in the summer of 2020, burning, looting, murdering Mary Tyler Moore, etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thank you very much, everybody. All right, make sure and I had the guys post all that stuff and uh, go to all my links. We've got everything in the all my links. Uh, Got uh, the Telegram, the Gab, the Getter, the uh, Odyssey, the Rumble, the Kick, and all that. And I'm sure eventually we'll use all that. Uh, I'm shooting for the same time tomorrow as tonight for the members-only special, 9 Eastern, 8 Central, 7 Pacific. I will post in the morning as to what the actual time will be. I'm sure that will be it. But if that's not the actual time, it would it will be earlier, not later. Um, so everybody check that out. Well, you got to have that cryptid membership to watch it live, or you got to have the Squatch Hunter to watch the replay. Um, and I promised that I was going to thank the members. Let me do that. Um, okay, and on the hobbyist level, we've got Anonymous, LarissaBot69, Uncle, and Mayo Monkey. Thank you all very much. On Squatch Hunter, we've got Red Bull 33. And for I don't know how long. There's one that just says validating, validating. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with that. Uh, and uh, 12 Knox, Zyclown B, and Fashy Barbecue are all on the Squatch Hunter level. Thank you very much. The rest are cryptids. Saint 88 Millimeter, Ragnar 0321, Shaggy Boy, Main Franken, Tricky Ricky, RDP Animal, Henry Ford, Euro Trash, Bear for All Seasons, The Reverend Chad Kroger, Al Bundy, Red Dog, That SOB, and Island Tipper. Thank you all so much. Thanks everybody for supporting. Thanks everybody for coming by and checking us out. Thanks for, thanks to Mod Waffen for being best Waffen. Uh, we couldn't do the show without you guys. And we shall see you all, or I, I shall see you all tomorrow night. And we shall see you all Friday and Saturday night and Sunday afternoon. So until then, remember, keep your chins up. Don't be silly. Don't get your face all tattooed up. Don't do that. <laughs> and uh what else oh i guess uh i guess be good to yourselves and be good to each other we love you all no homo good night everybody turn out the lights the party's over they say that all good things must end Call it a night The part is over And tomorrow starts the same old thing again What a crazy, crazy party Never seen so many people Laughing, dancing Look at you, you're having fun But look at me, I'm almost crying But that don't keep her love from dying Misery calls for me, the part is over 
Turn out the lights The party's over They say that all Good things must end Call it a night The party's over And tomorrow starts the same old thing again Once I had a love undying I didn't keep it, wasn't trying Life for me was just one party And then another I broke her heart so many times Had to have my party wine Then one day she said, sweetheart The party's over Turn out the lights The party's over They say that all Good things must end Call it a night The party's over And tomorrow starts the same old thing again And tomorrow starts the same old thing again (laughs) 